Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to a special edition of the Under the Hoodies podcast. I am your host for this evening, Tony DeNicola. Uh, Bill Kegel is not here, unfortunately. The reason being is uh, we're talking wrestling tonight, something near and dear to my heart. We're talking SummerSlam, we're talking NXT TakeOver, uh, a few things that Bill has zero expertise in. So I brought in a guest host tonight. We got my uh, my good neighbor, a, a good a good buddy, if you will, uh, Pete Stitz. Pete, how you doing, bud? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Excited man. to talk about this. Yeah, I mean, you and I, you know, I moved into the neighborhood a few months ago, and I happened to see you and your wife walking your dog. We hit it off. I was like, hey, come over, watch a hockey game. Pete looks at my DVD collection, is like, hey, uh, you a wrestling fan? And... It, it, dude, just like a scene out of Step Brothers, like we and became as, best friends. As your as your one friend who was also there said, there goes the neighborhood. Yep, <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> it's it's rare when you can find another card carrying, booger eating wrestling fan in the neighborhood. One who's not ashamed about it. You know, we we fly that nerd flag high, but you you gotta love it, man. It's a great time. It's harder to come out as a fan of this than it is other things. Yes, uh, yeah, I've I've said that many times <laughs> to people who try to like, you know, why are you into wrestling and. Dude, you're almost ashamed about it. Like, I just, I came out of the closet about it. It's harder in 2017 to come out as being a pro wrestling fan than to be gay. It is. I, I, it's like we have, like, you know, special rings or something. It's a very secret club. A yeah. secret bullet club, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, I, I feel like, you know, if you were, if you work with a bunch of people and you ask them, like, oh, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? And one guy could be like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to this uh, gay bar downtown and, you know, I might have a few drinks, and who knows? You know, I might go home with a few guys. And everyone will be like, oh, my God, that's – oh, my God, that's – I'm so proud of you. You're so brave. But if they come up to Tony or, or Pete, and they're like, hey, man, what are you doing this weekend? Yo, man, I'm, I'm going to watch uh, NXT TakeOver Saturday, SummerSlam on Sunday. What the hell is that? Yeah, people are like, dude, what, are you gay? <laughs> like, ah, uh, but, man, I mean – That's get, all right. I'm pumped for this weekend. I'm having a barbecue. You're coming over with the wife. Absolutely. Like, let's get into these matches, man. Let's start with NXT TakeOver. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. This is the third edition at the uh, Barclays Center. And uh, this is a stacked card. I mean, Alistair Black versus Hideo Tommy. Let's start off with that. I mean, what do you? how do you see this going with a Tommy versus the newcomer Black? Uh, Black's a stud, man. Um, ever since I saw him, you know, uh, break out into the scene on NXT... I, I like his style. I like his look. I like his. Uh, he has star written all over him. Oh, absolutely! Like his, he he. In a way, he reminds me of Nakamura, where he has all this charisma without really saying anything. It's yes. just about his aura, yes. his presence. It it, I mean, it, it's a uh, it's a little toned down from Nakamura. I think. I mean, every time Nakamura comes on, I feel like I might have a seizure. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, I do like the the, the, the silence um, of Black. You know, he's not yeah, heavy silent on the but mic. deadly. Silent but deadly, exactly. You know, and and his um, just his 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 ring presence is outstanding. Yeah, uh, and the guy can go. Is, he can go. His striking, his oh knees, his fit. I mean, he he reminds me of like a Ring of Honor type wrestler, like Japanese strong style, where it's just it looks so legitimate. Which is why it's great that he's going up against Hideo Itami. Yeah, uh, because they're both you know strong style wrestlers. They both uh, can hit hard. Um, Itami, uh, you know, I'm a little worried because ever since his shoulder, um, I, I do think uh, Alistair has the upper hand on him. Yeah. Uh, for this match, I I would not 
be surprised uh, if Alistair comes out on top, and I, and I hope he does. And, yeah, I uh, think Black has to come out with a win. I mean, he's undefeated. and Absolutely. I feel like they've soured on a Tommy, and you mentioned the injuries. I think that's just a huge issue with that. And, and the thing is, Black, is not he's not undefeated by, you know, it wasn't easy for him to have that undefeated, uh, you know, record. Um he said he said some some great matches where I thought, hey, maybe this could be it. He's gonna get his first loss, but he still comes out on top. And honestly, you know, I, I don't want to jump ahead of the game or anything, but I would not be surprised if he gets called up the Monday after. Honestly, Alistair Black, absolutely. You think? think this soon? If they do it right, that's interesting. You know, if they, you know, uh, that's if, a big if with WWE. Though. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a huge a big if. if with WWE. But because um, look at all the people they've called up. I mean, Tyler Breeze. Samoa Joe. I mean, yes, they're granted. They're finally doing something with those two. Um, the Ascension. That. Oh my God! Did they ruin that team? But like you said, uh, you know, imagine Alistair Black going up against you know Shinsuke Nakamura, and I don't want to get too too far ahead, but you know we have uh, the championship match with Nakamura versus Mahal. I have some thoughts on that, so we could actually revisit this later if you would like. Okay. Um, because you mentioned something interesting about you know imagine Black up against. Nakamura, oh, it's money, and I think, and and we'll we'll come back to this. Yes. We'll come back to yes, it. definitely. I'll just one more thing on this match. My I love Hideo Itami. I mean, if you haven't seen his stuff in in Japan, his stuff in Ring of Honor. I mean, this guy had a legendary uh, match with uh, Brian Danielson, who WWE fans know as Daniel Bryan for the Ring of Honor World Title. In uh, I believe it was, I want to say it was Glory by Honor four or five in in the Manhattan Center in New York. I mean, this guy is a stud. Unfortunately, though, his WWE NXT career, I mean, he's just been plagued by injuries. It's like, it's almost like he can never get out of second gear. And I like that they turned him heel, but I just feel like he's kind of becoming an afterthought. And with all this new talent coming in, I mean, they signed uh, Bobby Fish. They've signed, um, oh, God, his tag team partner, Red Dragon. I'm skipping on his name. but uh, too. Yes. Um. And um, they also signed Adam Cole. I mean, you have all this new talent coming in. I feel like he's just getting left by the wayside. It's unfortunate. But, you know, I feel like I think I think we're in agreement on this. I think we both got black over at Tommy. Absolutely. All right, so let's move on to the next match. Johnny Gargano, former member of DIY versus Andrade Cien Almas. Um, another guy I've soured on is Almas, man. Like, I, I give it to Gargano. I think he's got more upside. Yeah, I could not care less about Almas. Yeah. This, even, this whole, uh, you know, his party atmosphere he doesn't care if he loses a match or wins it he just goes out and i get what they're trying to do with that but like why do i care if he he doesn't care exactly and now they've tried to put him with a valet who's a latina smoke show i forget her name but oh my god doesn't matter gorgeous (laughs) this show is not for the feminists folks (laughs) but uh sorry Sorry, sweetie i know you're probably listening at home yeah (laughs) but uh yeah i i got gargano in this i think you got to build him up for hopefully eventually tomaso champa comes back absolutely and And they had that blood feud i think this is his first match correct me if i'm wrong but since nxt chicago no he did have a warm-up match on nxt tv a few weeks ago he beat um Oh, the guy was like a newcomer. He had a match with uh, Almas and upset Almas. I forget oh, the guy's name. That's right. I think he's like a Mexican wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm but sorry. even <laughs> even still, I mean, it, but like you said, they gotta they gotta build up Gargano, and he's got way more potential, I think. Unless you know, yeah. all of a sudden, uh, WWE is gonna try to open up a 
market in you know Central America like they you know have with India with Mahal and they just you know start pushing almost for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree with you. It's gonna go to Gargano. Yeah, and it's frick- he's freaking Johnny Wrestling for God's sakes. The guy can go in the ring. Amazing. Well, listen, if there's one thing that I've learned with you know Johnny and then the name of the sport after his name. Um, Johnny Football. Let's just you know oh, take a look at how that turned out. Don't, so, don't put that on Gargano. I'm don't just, saying, him to I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like you know. It's just you know. Knock on wood with that name. I mean, I just because oh. it's Johnny Wrestling. That doesn't. That doesn't. You know who was another great wrestling? Mister Wrestling. Kevin Steen, or as you know him now, Fair as enough. Kevin Owens, and that turned out pretty damn well. So, all right, we will move on to the next match. The NXT Tag Champions, the Authors of Pain are going to defend against Sanity, and I'm going to call it right now, I think this match can steal the show. I I love Sanity. I love what they're all about, just the just the sheer anarchy of it, just how they don't care to get beat up, how they almost relish it. I mean, the Authors of Pain destroyed them on NXT TV, and they're just outside the ring just laughing about it. Like, they could care less, but, like, they love the beating. Like, you can beat them down, and they'll keep coming for more. It's a kind of, like, Mick Foley, Dean Ambrose type of thing but just ratchet up to another level. I love it. I can agree with that, except for the fact that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric Young? Yes. Yes, Eric Young. Um, he's not in the match. Why is that? They've, I think he's just, I, I don't know, it's much like, I think he's taking on like the Bray Wyatt type role as the leader. Yeah, but you're talking. hopefully yeah, Young will challenge Wyatt, for the heavyweight title. Yeah, but Bray Wyatt, I mean, even when, when, it came, when push came to shove, I mean, come on, if it was a title match, Bray was wrestling. Yeah. Oh, he I'm was sh- he was in the match. I'm he sure Eric Young will get involved in I mean, some way. I'm sure, but why why isn't he the main? I, I mean, I don't know. I would rather it be Eric Young and Killian Dane, uh, rather you know, than Killian Dane and um, help me out Sawyer Sawyer. Thank you. You don't like Sawyer? I I, I dig that guy. <laughs> I love Let's, his facials in the ring. There's something about that guy. You know, there there's always got to be like you know the the least favorites. Doesn't necessarily take too much away from that but i mean come on there's always got to be the least favorite guy yeah. you know um you know heck going back to the shield my least favorite was roman reigns it still is you know yeah there's i think we all feel that way favorites, as know? diehard fans and not, um, not female wrestling fans who exactly. are like oh he's so dreamy you know, oh, look at those um, eyes he's smoldering <laughs> like are you kidding me the guy sucks if i have to hear him talk one more time about it's my yard it's my yard the great thing about the Undertaker, how is his yard? He never talked about it. Tony, can I ask you? you you've got a yeah. yard, right? Yes, I've got a yard. How many times do you mention our yard? We're in my we backyard I, we, right I, now, yeah, recording I mean, this. It's like, like you know, every time he says, "This is my yard," I'm like, "Yeah, I've, I've got one too." It's, yeah. it's and it's bigger than your ring. Yeah. How about you, you know, put up so. a privacy fence around your yard? Because uh, I'm sick of seeing you. Mow the grass once in a while. Yeah. Jeez, God. Yeah. Yeah. Put in some shrubbery, some landscaping. <laughs> this is looking terrible. So, who do you have in this match? Authors of pain or sanity? You know, I gotta tell you, I gotta give it to AOP. I know you like Sanity, but I think this is going to be the first match we differ on because you're. I have a strange feeling you're taking Sanity, and I just think AOP only and a big reason because I don't think that they're going to be getting called up. I think that there's. I can agree with you on that. I think that there's, I don't there's, think they're ready. There's plenty of tag teams on the main roster right now. Yep. To the point where AOP is not going to get called up, and they're a powerhouse team. Yeah. In NXT. They're, they're more so, more Ascension than the Ascension were. They're absolutely. more believable as a powerhouse. Absolutely. And, but that's what made the Ascension great. And when they brought them up to the main roster, and they just they killed them. They didn't book them as a powerhouse. Authors of Pain are the 2017 version of LOD. Plus, they have LOD's manager, Paul Ellery. That's right. 
You just had to book them correctly. So I just, you know, as, as much as, uh, you know, I, and I do like Sanity. I'm not trying to take anything away from Sanity. I, yeah. I do like them, but I just think AOP has got it in the bag. See, I'm not going to disagree with any of this. I'm taking AOP as well, oh, and here's why. Okay. I don't, like, like, I agree with you. I don't think they're moving up to the main roster. Um, and we keep talking about moving up to the main roster. Like, there's been a lot of talk online about this, and the fact that they built up SummerSlam weekend to be almost on the level of WrestleMania weekend that Monday after, or the the Monday after SummerSlam is in Brooklyn. It's at the Barclays Center. You know they're planning something big for that. They want that huge pop, that surprise. So we, you know, we both believe there are going to be some call-ups. Don't think it's going to be AOP. I'll throw your curveball. I think Sanity will debut though. And here's how. I think they'll debut on SmackDown and I think they are the ones that took out the Fashion Police. They've been building up that storyline for over a month now. Interesting. I, I for a while I thought it was Harper and Rowan, but now I'm thinking that's, maybe that's maybe throw a curveball a surprise. Sanity is the type of team that would do something like that. Just attack you in the backstage area. You know they took Fandango away. It it fits Sanity's mo. That's a good point. I mean I, I also you mentioned uh, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago uh, how Bray Wyatt is kind of he might start floating between both shows. Um, you mean Cena? No, no, no. Oh, Wyatt? Wyatt. They're talking Wyatt, Will? Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember hearing something about that. You could that. float the guy at 205 for all I care. Just give him a goddamn win. That's that's true. The guy's and we'll, record... And we'll get back, wait, 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 we're going to get back <sighs> to that because I've, yes. got, I've got a laundry list of stuff to talk about with Wyatt's match at SummerSlam. So let's let's get back to yes, that one. But yes, definitely. anyway, just to kind of finish up this thought, um, I, I did hear a rumor that they might start floating uh, Wyatt between the two shows. Uh, because, and again, don't jump on me too quick about this. I will get back to it, I promise you. Um, But it goes back to the whole, now that Undertaker is gone, they want to maybe kind of build up Wyatt as that new Undertaker role. Um, Again, don't jump on me too quick about that just yet. We will get back to that because Wyatt does have a big match with Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. SummerSlam. I had to get that in there at some point. Yeah, so we will talk more about that match. But all right, so we both got the Authors of Pain. Moving on, NXT Women's Championship. The Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka versus Ember Moon. This is another match I'm really excited for. The, I mean, this whole card I'm excited for. NXT TakeOver always delivers. Like, it's, can you name me a TakeOver pay-per-view that you've just been like, that wasn't good? There isn't one. Especially especially last TakeOver in yeah. uh, Chicago. If anyone, oh, if anyone listening has the means... Check out NXT Takeover Chicago. Uh, the that, British title match, or yeah, yeah the WWE the, British the title WWE match. British, or UK uh, title, UK, UK title. Yes, yeah. um, amazing. Stole the show. Wow. wow, stole the show. Like the only people that didn't like that match were Bobby Roode and Hideo Itami because they yeah. had to follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was classic, like William Regal versus Fit wow. Finley in 2017. Yeah. That match was amazing. But uh, yeah. Women's title match, Asuka, who's now been champion for 500-something days. She has set the new new modern record. The only people in, you know, WWE history who have longer title reigns. Don't say Goldberg. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Are, like, Hulk Hogan, um, Bruno San Martino, uh, Fabulous Moolah. People who back in the day held it for years, which, you know, obviously can't happen anymore. I think Bruno held it for, like, five straight years or something crazy crazy, and, like, nine out of 12. But yeah, longest reigning title holder versus Ember Moon, who I mean, that, 
coming back from injury, motivated. Like I, the girl can go in the she's ring. She's a good up and comer, but I don't think uh, I, I don't think she's gonna take it. Taking Oscar. I, I don't. I I am taking Oscar because, again, and I hate to keep using this as a fallback. I don't want us to seem like a just a scapegoat excuse, but. I think Asuka is another one to be called up, and I think if they are going to call her up with the resume that she currently has, you're not going to call her up after dealing her her first loss. She will get dealt her first loss in the at some point in the main roster, Interesting. but it will not be in NXT. So they call I her up. It, they call her up. They vacate the title. Okay, and That's then what I was ask you. and then because and the reason I say this is because what do we have coming up after this weekend? The May Young Classic. Oh yes. So you you build up that May Young Classic. You get like the you know either just the winner of it or maybe even the top four. I feel the you winner kinda... of it would have to be the number one contender. Oh, absolutely. Because with the Cruiserweight Classic, the winner got the Cruiserweight belt. Absolutely. There needs to be something on the line absolutely. to win this tournament. So that's so that's what I'm saying is perhaps and even so, like you just mentioned, you know maybe the winner of the May Young Classic is then awarded the NXT Women's Championship. And they come on the scene at NXT as the new women's champion. It's vacated by Asuka. She never That's lost an interesting it. interesting take. And then you move Asuka up to the main roster. And come on, Asuka in, on Smack, you know, SmackDown Live, I pray that they don't put her on Raw because they'll never use her. Um, yeah, that would worry me as well. Because you know, Raw is not great about using secondary women's feuds. No. Whereas SmackDown is SmackDown very is good very at it. good about using their, their women's roster. So I, I could just see that happening. Um you know, and that's why I'm taking Asuka. I mean, they'll they'll let her go out a champion. I, I see no reason why they wouldn't. That's interesting. Well, I, I'm i going to go with the upset pick here. I'm going to take Ember Moon. I think Asuka does move up after SummerSlam. And Ember Moon becomes your new... Just because Asuka has no one left to face that she hasn't already beaten. Because it's like, what's next? Where do you go from here? Ember Moon would have a fresh batch of challengers. So, I mean, you'd have... You have Nikki Cross. She could fight um, Peyton Royce or, um, God, what's her little buddy's name? Uh, Billy K. Billy K. yes. Billy Peyton K. Royce, Billy K. I mean, I just. And, there's, <clears throat> and the, what about that, uh, oh, my gosh, what's her, uh, that new girl? Uh, she's like an MMA fighter. She just, oh, yeah, yes. Sonia. Yeah. Sonia. Sonia Deville? De, yeah, Deville. Yeah. Deville. She's looked wow. impressive, too. She. I love I mixing that MMA yeah. background with wrestling. She We've is, seen a lot of the guys do it. We haven't seen as much from the women. She honestly reminds me a lot of Aleister Black in the way she fights. Yeah, yeah, silent but deadly. She, yeah, type. Silent but deadly. She does. She, you know, she's never on the mic. She just comes out, kicks your ass, and yeah. goes home. I feel it's a smart character too, because they kind of tapped yeah. in the whole like Ronda Rousey UFC thing a bit with that. Which, by the way, um, where the hell has Ronda Rousey been? Well, apparently, from a bunch of rumors online, she's training to uh, become a wrestler. Apparently, she's training out uh, out in California. That's that's the word on the street. We'll see. I mean, that'd be a huge coup for WWE. That, that would be. Her I, movie... know, I know she is she is friends with Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, so. and her movie career hasn't exactly taken off like she'd hoped, so it's something to do. It's just, can she handle the travel? You mean she's not going to be in Marine 6? Oh, God. She wouldn't. Oh, God. All right, let's move on from that, okay. that dumpster fire. <laughs> the main event, NXT champion, the glorious Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. How do you see this one going? This is a toss-up for me. Um, yeah, I, I, this I, is hard I, for me, too. This, this, this is going to be a tough. great match. It, it, it will it will be. Um, Two studs in the ring. I mean, Drew McIntyre, since coming back to WWE, 
you know, he got shipped off to TNA. He's motivated. He's looked amazing. Great shape. Guy can just absolutely go in the ring. Cut a great promo on NXT TV. Or NXT TV. Just the fire and the passion of it. Had the crowd behind him. And Bobby Roode, I mean, just that smarmy, just rich persona. I'm better than you. Like, you're all beneath me. Like, it's... and at the, But at the same time, Bobby Roode has so many potential rivalries to, to, to keep going. I mean, you can pick yeah. any one of them. He's facing Drew McIntyre tomorrow night. Yep. But at the same time... Things aren't still, done with Roddy. Things are not done with Roderick Strong. Nope, not by long shot. Things are not done with Hideo Itami. Yep. And you got Aleister Black you if got he stays Alistair down there. Black if he stays on the roster. Like, you just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're reading my mind right now. Like, there's so much that you can still do with Bobby Roode. Does he deserve to get moved up? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, Absolutely I, I, I feel you got to pull the trigger on him, too, because I, I want to say he's 38 he's, or 39. Yeah, he's pushing 40. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, it's at this point, it's, you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. You and know, they, they and shot Samoa Joe up to the main roster. I mean, he's looking great. Samoa he's in Joe's the main event. 38, I think. Yeah, 38 or 39. I mean, Cena just turned 40. Just For those playing the home game, you know, everyone knows who Cena is. Cena's 40 years old. Yeah. He just turned 40 this year. And a so, beast. you know, when we're saying, like, ah, oh, these guys, you know, they're getting up there just to kind of play the relativity game, John Cena, the 16-time world champion, just turned 40 this year. So that yeah. kind of gives you a, a – and nothing against WWE guys, but for like guys like Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, guys that have fought on the independent scene and overseas on tour, their 40 is a lot older than a WWE lifer, wrestler's 40. Absolutely. There's a lot more tread worn off that tire. Absolutely. Especially for a guy like Samoa Joe. That's why I'm glad they, they shot him up to the main roster. I mean, they're almost uh, Chris Jericho being 45. You know, it's kind of in that same, like, they're... they're God, I love Jericho. <laughs> It's amazing. I miss Jericho. Yeah, he'll be back soon enough. <laughs> All right, but I, you, you know what? I, I got to uh, – Gun to your head. You got to pick one. Oh, jeez. Um, I'll say Bobby Roode, and here's why. Uh, and, and you're going to hate me for saying this because I've been saying it all along. Mm. Um Maybe it won't happen because, you know, it's Triple H. Vince, I don't know how many calls he gets in NXT, uh, but we all know Vince loves his multi, uh, multi-man multi matchups. Yes. So Bobby Roode wins, and then NXT TakeOver, uh, I don't even know what the next city they're in. Uh, uh, wherever Survivor, Survivor Series. Yeah, wherever yeah. Survivor Series is going to be. Uh, you know, four-man match, strong, black. If he's not called up, so it's either a four-way or a triple threat. But, uh, you know, Strong, Black, Itami, Rude, McIntyre. Actually, it could be a five-way. It could be a fatal five-way. I mean, there's just so much there. Yeah, I don't think they go five-way with it. I, I, I doubt it. One of, them, one of them will get called up. I, yeah. think, I think it's going to be Black, honestly. I but, was going to uh, say, I could see a – I could see – I'm going to pick Rude as well. I could see Rude winning by some – some form of cheating, some chicanery, if you will, yeah. and continuing this feud, and then you throw in Roddy, and I can see a triple threat at Takeover, you know, on Survivor Series weekend. Right, right. So yeah, I don't think I don't think they're done by a long so shot. So we're we're four for five then in agreement on this because you took Ember Moon, yes, and I took Asuka. I think yep. that's the only thing we differed on. Yep, and we'll see how it goes tomorrow. We'll at some point, you know, maybe we'll wager something. I do still owe you a meatball sub. Oh so. my god, I cannot <laughs> wait. God damn, Wegman's meatball sub. Those things are amazing. 
All right, that's going to finish our talk on NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Let's move on to the main event, Sunday night, SummerSlam. And holy crap. SummerSlam. We're going to have to rapid fire through some of these matches because I believe there's like 12. Uh, 13. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. matches. It's, it's four and a half hours long. Yep. Yeah, the special start time, 5 p.m., and it's going to go till 11-ish. Oof. They'll probably have a run over, I'm sure, because... You know, they're not uh, beholden to the pay-per-view times anymore. Like, they're on the network, so if they want to run late, they can run late. We've seen it. God, we saw it with WrestleMania. It, what did that bitch end at? Like, 1130? My God, man. It hugged midnight. It hugged <laughs> Holy midnight. I know crap. that. Holy crap. And it started, and it started at, at four. four. Yeah, yeah, four o'clock. God, dude, when, when a wrestling pay-per-view feels like a shift at work, like, dude, cut it back a little bit. Like, <laughs> holy crap. I'm like, when's my goddamn lunch break? Like, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, I mean, like, but I there need are a 15 at least. But there are matches where it's like, you know what? I can let this run and I can go take a piss. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna worry about it. But I love when a card is stacked like this. I mean, because we've got a lot of good matches. It's hard to find like a real snoozer in this. I think we should. I think what we should do though, because uh, there's there's one match in here, and it's a yeah. non-championship match that I think holds a lot of water, and I mm-hmm. would like to spend some time on that. So I think. Yep. If we can start with this particular match, and then we can kind of blast through like maybe two or three that are just kind of like, eh, okay, you know, whatever. yeah, go for it. What do you got? And and I, it, it's it's Finn Balor, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, and Bray Wyatt, the Demon and Finn Balor, and they of, even put it on the website. They did. The it's the, Demon. I'm seeing it right now. It's great. Yeah. What did um, you think of the angle on Monday night? Loved it. Hey, same here. Loved absolutely it. loved absolutely it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I, I, I'm cool with Bray getting the win because, God, Bray never seems to win. His record in WWE is like 138 and like 440-something. I saw that, Absolutely yeah. just That's, atrocious. It's awful. For a guy you're trying to build up as a, you know, super, super villain-esque type, like just spiritual, you know, character. And, and now, I mean, Undertaker didn't lose for, like, the first, one, like, two years of his career. That's how you build a guy up properly absolutely. as a force. And now, and, and it's funny that you say that, because this is, uh, this is what I wanted to talk about before, is, so, I find myself uh, always finding parallels between, you know, matches now and matches from 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's what's awesome about the network, is that you can always go back, you can find matches. Oh, amazing. You know, and it's like... That search tool is so underrated. And, it, and, it's, and it's like, wow, that's kind of like what they did here. You know, yeah. and it's just kind of cool finding parallels well, wrestling like is so cyclical, too. Like, yeah. you got guys in the back who've been around it for, like, 50 years, like Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson. And totally. they, they'll pull up something from, like, oh, remember back in the 70s when Haystacks Calhoun did this against Jake the Snake Roberts, and, you know, they'll just work it into a match. It hasn't been done in so long, and just put a new twist on it. Well, maybe you won't hate what I'm about to say then. All so, right. w- watching Raw last week, and for those uh, that didn't watch it, uh, at the end of the match between Wyatt and Balor, uh, Wyatt poured a bucket of what was supposed to be blood, but we all knew it was paint. Yes. Um, they, you see, too, that they didn't reference it as blood at any point. That's true. They did not use the word that blood. Is true. Yes, you're right. Right. I, I forget the exact terms they used during it. They didn't say paint. They, they just say said blood. They, they, oh my god, he covered him. Some I substance, just, or yeah, so I, I forget. But anyway, blue. you know, so they, they covered him in red, which is uh, awesome. Which is awesome. And you know, and what color is Wyatt always in? Black, of yeah. course. Okay, so Undertaker is retired, right? Mm-hmm. 
there were always, not always, but there had been whispers of, you know, making Wyatt the next Undertaker. Yeah. Giving him that, you know, mysterious persona and everything and just kind of... Yeah, that supernatural Supernatural type, type thing, exactly. Yeah, we've okay. seen it with the lights going on and off. Totally. Which is a total rip-off of ECW, but I'm cool with it. That's fine. Because yeah. um, <laughs> WWE they, rips off everything from ECW. Of course they do, and that's why the crowd always chants, ECW. Yeah. Um... You know, and then he, he pours the paint on Balor, and, and the paint is, of course, red. Yep. When Balor uh, puts on his Demon King, you know, it's it's red. Red is... Black and red, black yeah. Black and red, but, I mean, yep. red is a... a well, exactly, black He's and got red. A, a bunch of different incarnations of it, too. I don't know if you've seen online when he was an independent scene, but he's done Spider-Man... He did Carnage from yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Like so, he had like the green tongue and everything yeah, coming out. Yes. And I, I, I dig that. But, but at the at the heart of it all, I mean, it's it's black and red, right? Yeah. Who else wore black and red? Kane. You see where oh, I'm so going with this? Parallels between the two. Yeah, kind of. You see where I'm going with this? I mean, and, I and it makes perfect part. sense. It's a bit of a stretch, but I mean, come on, I could I could totally see a a a long feud. This feud is not going to end at SummerSlam. I hope it doesn't. I hope it. Do- I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't. Because I, I think it's got to lead to some see... crazy big gimmick. Absolutely, match. but I, I mean, come on. You've got Bray Wyatt, who's very satanic. He's very, you know, Sister Abigail. Um, you know, he's all into, uh, you know, that that scene. You know, and then you have Finn Balor, and these Finn guys Balor. came up separately. They came up. They came up with these gimmicks separately from each other. Okay, yep. they were not you know, made up for each other. It just happened to fit. They found two keyholes. They found a key and a keyhole that just, that, that fit, you know? And, uh, just the, the, the parallel between, you know, that and Undertaker and Kane. I mean, how could you not run with this? Yeah. How could you not, you know? And, and, you know, with, with Wyatt having that satanic, uh, essence to him and then, and Balor basically, you know, he calls himself the demon. I mean, how much, you know, how much more, similar can you get between the two and yet they're rivals and and it's just all signs are pointing to another you know undertaker versus Kane. now here's the one thing though kane is you know 350 pounds Balor's a hundred a buck 80 soaking wet you yeah. know i mean Maybe obviously a buck 90 i'll give him okay fine guy's in great shape though i don't think he's eating a carb in like six years <laughs> my god it's like that line of stepbrothers like see this i haven't had a carb in like seven years washboard abs Actually, no, I take that back. He has had a carb because there's a video of him online. I think maybe like the Hardy Boys on Twitter gave him a carb. They or gave a him a piece or of something. bread or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, no, I think it was Dean Ambrose, actually. He's like, oh, God, just ha- have a muffin just or a cupcake eat something. or something. Oh, my yeah. God. But uh, that's why the ladies love him. I mean, the guy's got a, he's got an eight pack, for Christ's sake. I mean, Dude, like, the guy's just... got a phenomenal body, plus, he's got that smoldering Irish accent. Like, my God, man. You know, it must be nice to be Finn Bala. One in a million. I would just like to be Irish, honestly. I'd... Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad gig. But anyway, uh, so I, you know, I, I was thinking about that, you know, earlier today, and I, I think that that would be. I, I really hope that the rivalry does not end here, but I think we are in agreement that. Uh, yeah, I can this see one's going to go to Bray. Oh, to Bray? I, I think it's going to go to Bray. At least. Oh, I think I, it's I going. I think it's going to Finn. You're going to. You're going with Finn. Yeah. I mean, Finn is the. He's crowd. only lost once putting on that demon paint. Yeah, he's the crowd that favorite. He's the crowd favorite. But if I they feel they like they already gave right, the win they... to Bray on Raw. That's why it'll go to Finn this time. Uh, yeah, they but pull the demon yeah, but, out of him. Yeah, but Bray needs. Bray needs a. He needs a pay per view win. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, he could get his heat back. I could see Unless, Finn winning, and I, then maybe he bloodbaths him again nah. after the match. Or, no, I think if they're if they're gonna do it right, why not? Just I mean, 
just just or knock have him. Bray attack his shoulder or something. The surgery repair his shoulder, and then there's kind of a built-in excuse. But uh, so we're gonna differ. I don't on this know. One, I, I I don't know. I think I think it might be. I think Bray's gonna beat the crap out of him no matter what. Um, but I I think that they'll give it to Bray because I think I think if they give it to Bray, it will give Bray more of a reason to keep tormenting Finn going forward. I don't think Bray needs a reason though. Bray always loses and still torments the person. He tormented Cena for like six months and kept losing to him. Yeah, but that kind of takes away from it. I mean, he. But that's you know, WWE. They don't have to uh, make that's, sense. That's true. Actually, you know what? You're they right. Never make you know sense. what? But Bray won at Great Balls of Fire. He beat Rollins, and he kind of, and then they left that alone. Yeah. You know, so you're right. I mean, who? Yeah, a little bit of heat. If it makes sense, it can't be on WWE. That's pretty much how it goes. They don't believe in logic. I mean, come on. This is the company who destroys their money in the bank briefcase holders and then decides to let them cash in and win the title. Except, you know, except on SmackDown. Yeah, but all right. Can we jump in? Actually, you know what? Let's let's jump in. But you're taking Bray. I'll take Baylor. You're going to take Balor. So we're already differed on on one match. Let's jump right into this Corbin Cena bullshit. (laughs) Um... Because oh, yeah, honestly, we're rating this podcast rated R. Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I, I'm fine, sorry, guys. Because here's the thing. All right, so it's bullshit. This, it is. It, it was absolutely like as soon as he did that, I'm like, don't do it. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> like you're not. You know what? You're not a Game of Thrones fan. Um, oh God, no! Here we go. Hold on. This is gonna. How did, just okay. a shout out to Game of Thrones. Hold on. Hold on. This no, is no, no, no. I'm just. Shout, I'm just marking it. Out. It wasn't until the 32 minute and 45 second mark that you threw in a Game of Thrones reference. Hey, man! I went all the way through NXT. Okay. I'm surprised. Yeah. So, but here's the so, uh, not this past episode, but the episode before. Oh, there's a scene. Uh, yeah, Tyrion Lannister. Break. Shut up. Tyrion Lannister, you know, he's seeing his brother charge towards uh, Daenerys and her dragon and everything, and he's just standing there going, you idiot, you fucking idiot, you fucking idiot, you know. And uh, that's what I was saying to Corbin. I'm like, don't do it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, and what does he do? He cashes it in. And it's just, I don't know. You're not going to have a successful cash-in. No one is ever going to top Seth Rollins' cash-in at WrestleMania. Oh, that was at, amazing. At 31. It's not going to not going to happen. I think the you only know, way you don't even top it, you get close to it, is someone saves the briefcase till WrestleMania and cashes in almost like a Royal Rumble winner. Like, I'm yeah. cashing in now, I want my match at SummerSlam. Kind of like how Rob Van Dam cashed in on Cena for Extreme Rules. Yeah. But yeah, the Seth Rollins cash yeah. in was just amazing. That was that was amazing, you know, and he, he took the risk. but He sold it so well, too, swinging the belt around his head. Oh, yeah. Like, when people win titles and they're like, yeah. eh, so-so about it, like... I, I mean, I, we know it's predetermined. It's not real, but, like, treat it like it is. Like, you win the title, especially your first time, you should be going just ape shit. Wait a minute. Wrestling isn't real? <laughs> I just want to thank you folks for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. Thank you, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I mean, Foley has lost teeth. He's lost an ear. <laughs> oh, God. I love that, man. Foley is God. Hometown I'm not a hero, religious man. guy, but man, I worship at the shrine. Hometown Mick hero, love that dude. Anyway, uh, you know it, it, him, but anyway, him graduate too of Colgate University. No, no, yes. Cortland. Cortland. I'm Cortland. sorry, yeah, not, not Colgate. Colgate. Cortland. Cortland. Yes, yes. Even, even closer to home for the locals. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I mean, Corbin cashing in his money in the bank, uh, it just it just made it that less interesting now. Now. Yeah. After the match, I did I did see online that a lot of people uh, noticed that Jinder Mahal's foot was under the rope when he pinned Corbin. 
So I don't know how that's going to play in because yeah. tech, I don't think that's I don't, the type I don't of thing. know if if they're gonna you know if they're gonna make that into a thing where then all of a sudden Corbin gets his briefcase back. I think if there was one more SmackDown week between yeah, now and exactly. SummerSlam, like they then won't they announce would do that it. on SummerSlam. Maybe but, that'll yeah, come up not, on SmackDown, but 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 it's it's moot at this point. Yeah, because, as far as we know now, the SmackDown main event will stay as it is with Nakamura and. Um, and gender and gender will be without no, Corbin no cashing, cash which I thought, which I thought would happen because yep. you know Corbin had that feud going on with uh, Nakamura for a little while, and what better move than to just you know let Nakamura, you know let him beat gender, and then you just cash in when he's exhausted, you just beat the crap out of him, yeah. give him you know the uh, uh, what does he call his move, his um, the deep six. Not the deep six, his finisher. Uh, the, um, oh, the end, end of, of days. days. End yeah. of days. You know, give him an end of days, and boom, you've got the title. Yep. You know, um, especially because okay, so he cashes in after Cena AA's gender from the top rope. Yeah. Not a bad thought. You know, not you know his thinking was was okay, but I would rather cash in when Gender gets a Kinshasa knee strike because Gender yeah. ain't getting up from that. He yeah. Could, yeah, he I can see him getting up well, from an AA from the top rope. But Jinder a Kinshasa knee strike, no thanks. Why is he backing up the ramp and then it's like, "Oh shoot, I should go back in the ring and cash in." Yeah, it's he hesitated. In the second half. He has yeah, he hesitated. Yeah. But that's that's but that's Corbin's MO. He, I mean, he's always, you know, he talks a big game, but he never backs it up. Yeah. Never backs yeah, it up. Yeah, he has to cheap and, shot people. And you I know what? It, and I gotta move. tell you, I gotta tell you, you know, I liked Corbin when he first came on the scene. I thought he was yeah. great. I thought I was like, you know what? He's a good old school heel. Yes, you, you get, you know, he gets legitimate give him, heat. People give hate him, him some, uh, you know, give him some title shots. I mean, he had that little IC uh, feud with Dean Ambrose way yep. back when, but they never, you know, he, he didn't win, and yeah, they didn't do much with it. They didn't do much with it. Uh, but you know what? My thing Such is, is man, life. But it's just I don't know. Cena cost him the briefcase. This first, match. first of all, Cena didn't cost him shit. Okay, <laughs> Cena didn't cost him shit. All Cena did was stand outside the ropes. Yeah. Corbin went after Cena preemptively just yeah. to make sure that he that got out of the dumb. way. He should have just went after Mahal. If By Cena's going to come after him, watch your back, but don't preemptively strike Cena because not only did he hesitate going up the ramp, giving Mahal a chance to get a breather, doing that way, yeah. but then he finally cashes in. The ref didn't help because he apparently now when you cash in Money in the Bank, you have to wait for the other wrestler yeah, to which be made coherent, no which made sense no to sense to me. Because Alberto Del Rio, when Ziggler cashed in on him, Albert, Alberto Del Rio, his knee was wrecked. Oh, yeah. According to storyline. Yeah. And like, the, and it was the, fine. Yeah, and the ref just like rang the yeah. bell, but no, he's like backing Corbin off. He's giving Mahal a but chance CM to kind of get on edge, but, like yeah. Batista will like damn near kill Edge. Yes, <laughs> and that's how it should be with a cash in of Money in the Bank. But yeah. no, I, so there's a lot of fishy stuff going on there. Yeah, and I just didn't, I didn't like it. And and like I said, I, I they should have did that a week ago, yep. not this past week, because there was a lot that could have been rectified. With one more episode of SmackDown that is now not rectified, it's not going to be rectified. I do like it though because I'm such a big Nakamura guy, where and I'm hoping he gets the belt. It just makes makes certain that the main event will stay as it is, and there's no chicanery like we saw with, um, with uh, John Cena and Daniel Bryan years ago when Bryan yeah. won the belt and then immediately ran Randy Orton cashed in on him after the Triple H pedigree. Right. But um, speaking of Cena, did you see after the match he put it up? I believe on his Twitter. Where a fan ringside was giving him the, <laughs> finger. Him the finger. I didn't see that. <laughs> Anyways, they put rise above hate. You know I what? did see that. You can hate Cena's character all you want. I hate Cena's character, but the guy as a person is just the man. Oh, his I would, work ethic is ridiculous. Absolutely. His attitude is great. Like, absolutely. And he's in on the joke. He realizes people hate him, and he yeah. just 
half the crowd hates him, and he, he just was, feeds into it. He like, was he was laughing right along when Miz and Maurice were doing the whole uh, you know Total Bella spoof of them. He was yeah. he was like, "This is great." He loved it. Yeah, and I mean, the guy's he's an all right guy. He's a funny dude. I mean, for people, if you haven't seen his acting, that movie with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I think it was Sisters. I didn't see that one. Go see that. A really funny movie. I love Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah. They're both hilarious, genius writers. He was but good in uh, he, uh, he he played a role in it where he's like a drug dealer. And oh, he's that's just, outstanding. He, oh, yeah. And he's, he's <laughs> doing all these crazy amounts of drugs. And, like, he's trying to hook up with Tina Fey. Like, uh, it's hilarious. He's I, really funny. He's funny in Trainwreck, too. I was going to say, I like him in Trainwreck. Awful movie, yeah. but great, yeah. great supporting I, great, actor. Yeah, absolutely. The guy just gets it. Like, I love it. But as far as this match goes... You took the briefcase away from Corbin. He needs to be out for blood Sunday. Like, this shouldn't be like a ring the bell and tie up. Like, Corbin should just... I, Corbin should bum rush Cena on his entrance. Just go right after him. Like he did Nakamura at yes. uh, Money in the Bank? Exactly. I Do it again. The fact that this guy cost you a shot at the world title, you should be out for blood. This should just be a, a straight-up brawl. And Corbin absolutely has to go over. I worry that he won't because it's... it's Flipping Super Cena, if he, but if you he cut loses, his legs out if, if he, he loses. If he loses this match, he's done. He's dead in the water. He's done. He's got nowhere to go yeah. if he loses this match. He's got no uh He's become Damian Sandow. Yeah. He may as well yeah. become a, yeah. a, a, a... He may as well become part of the Miztourage at this point. Oof. He's a joke. He's Oof. become a joke. So he's I think, got... I think he's got Axl Rose's number. Not, yeah. Axel, not Axel Rose. Adam Rose. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go back a little bit. We are jumping a little all over the place, but, I mean, there's so much to cover. I mean, it's fine with me. Um, the pre-show matches, there are three of them. And uh, one of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. You got the SmackDown tag titles, the New Day versus the Usos. I've been loving the Usos since their heel turn. Um, I, I have too. Yeah, I, think I don't think, unfortunately, they'll get the belt, especially with it being on the pre-show. I feel like this feud will continue, and they'll get it on the next SmackDown pay-per-view, or maybe maybe even on a SmackDown. I, I mean, this should I be just a really don't, good match. I just don't know why you know New Day always has to have such longevity in their title reigns. I mean, they're yeah. the they're the new record holders with it. I mean, honestly, I, I thought I thought it was too soon to give them the SmackDown tag tag title belts to yeah. begin with. You I was, know, I was they, they only they only came on the scene at the shakeup. Yeah, like a month ago. Not even after actually that. after yeah. the shakeup. Yeah. yeah. I mean they got they got till, drafted, but it was about a like month June after. Or July, I, think. I mean Kofi was laid up with his ankle injury. Yep, that too. Um but why wasn't Biggie and you know Xavier Woods out there? I mean why yeah. why did Kofi's ankle hold them up? Yeah, yeah, it's weird, especially when there's three of them. So I I just, I don't know. I I think New Day's way too overrated. I really hope the Usos take this one. Um, Prediction, though. You hope, but what do you think will happen? (sighs) There's a big difference between what we hope will happen and what WWE will do. Let's let's get that right off off the bat there. Um, I I think the title stay with New Day. I don't think they're leaving. I'd rather I'd rather a big moment be on But the you know what I think too. I think the I, yeah to to have the rivalry keep going I think the Usos have to win. I mean if if the Usos lose at this point then the Usos are heels though. There's yeah, always a way for heels. a heel to get a rematch. Mean, All they got to do is just jump them in the backstage area and which they've been the doing The New all Day along, will be the good I mean, guys and be like, "Hey, we'll give you a title match." Yeah. I don't know. I you know I'm I'm 
I'm gonna say Usos. I'm, I'm, right. I think I think I, Usos, I'm hoping you're right because yeah, I, I mean, love the Usos. Are you, so you're taking New Day? I'll take New Day. Yeah. All right. Next match, another kickoff match for the cruiserweight title. The new cruiserweight champion, Akira Tozawa, who won the belt on Monday Night Raw, which was awesome and totally unexpected, uh, is giving Neville his uh, his rematch. This is also a kickoff match, so I mean, I'm I'm excited to see this match again. Tozawa just won the belt, so I don't think you could put it right back on Neville. And you, you know, I got to tell you, I don't like either of these guys. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Mr. Hey, man, you really should watch 205 Live. I never said that. You've said that a million times to me. Okay, maybe I have once or twice. Um, I love WWE, man, but after three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, an hour of NXT, I just 205 Live is So what you're saying is you can't handle it? You can't handle it? Sorry. I I had to to put some Rich Swan in there. Oh, I love Rich Swan. Swanee. Um... No, I just, I, you know, Neville. Um, all right, let me let me let me rephrase a little bit. Uh, I I love to hate Neville. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he's a great um, heel. He's I, been I love awesome to hate Neville. He's he been great since injury. he came back. I mean, he's awesome. no longer just you know the man that gravity forgot. You I'm know? the king of cruiserweights. I'm the king of the cruiserweights. Wow, so it was such disdain. The only thing that did take away from all that was when he was like, "You're not on the Neville level." I'm like, now we're <laughs> rhyming here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's old timey English. You're not on the, the Neville level. The Neville level. I was, saying, I, was, I was saying that for a week. My coworkers thought I was nuts. I'm like Neville level. Oh god. <laughs> this. Um, I wish I cared more. I mean, the match on Monday was awesome. I think there's a perfect guy to get over in the cruiserweight division. It's it's been Akira Tozawa the whole ah 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 like the crowd eats it up the, we we are yeah and I feel like someone's got to give him the Heimlich every time he does it yeah <laughs> wrestling fans are we're puppets you you do like a little like clap when we need to clap do a yes chant yeah. like you give us something yeah, stupid right. to follow you're it's right. like it's like mystery science theater like or not even Mister what's the word I'm thinking of uh little shop of horrors okay like do the or even um. Oh God! Why am I? I can't think of it right Point now. Doctor Frankenfutter, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Rocky, Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the crowd's supposed to do the the right thing at the appropriate time. Right. Like right, it's all right. predetermined. Which, I just, I, you know, I, I don't know, and I, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm glad that they gave Titus O'Neil something to do finally. Yeah. Because he was just getting eaten alive in the ring. Uh, another guy, forty years old. They um, love him though. He does so much out of the ring for like Make a Wish and like. That's Children's true. foundations, but like in the as far ring, as a PR guy, they love him. But yeah, in yeah, the ring, I could in do the, without. In the ring, they they don't love him in the yeah, ring unless you uh, reunite millions of dollars, millions of dollars, exactly. millions of dollars. Yes, you know. Which, which Darren Young's coming back? I saw from injuries. Yeah, and he looks jacked. Uh, please, he is on the Jinder Mahal diet. Really, he looks juiced to the gills. He looks like African American John Cena. Please tell me he's bringing Bob Backlund with him. Uh, Bob was not in the picture, unfortunately. Oof. I hope he does because uh, I want him to continue doing the, what is it, the Stepford Step Test? What's that stupid workout I, thing he does from I, like the fifties? I, I think that's what it's called. I don't remember. Ridiculous. Yeah. I so, love, love wait, some Bob so do you Backlund. think he's going to be on the Titus brand when he comes back? Uh. Um, I mean, he already has Apollo Crews. You can't have two jacks. God, there's a guy they freaking ruined to Apollo oh, Crews. Yeah, that that's that's you gave the guy a, no personality, no storyline. Really, that's a sex podcast. You call him up. I mean, the guy can go in the ring. He's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And these rumors are true about the call ups and also call downs after SummerSlam. 
You put Cruz right back down in NXT. Send him back to NXT. You he have will to. flourish. Can you imagine He's Apollo Cruz versus Bobby Roode? Oh my god, dude. Even dude. better. How about Apollo Cruz versus Alistair Black? Dude, I'd eat it up. Dude, you put give me give me him versus Gargano. Give me give yeah. me him versus anyone on the yeah. NXT roster. I'll take. Just give him a good match and then you can work on his personality because he has zero with this. And it didn't help also you know, when your cruiserweight guy is the main part any, of the faction, like yeah, that's pretty bad. It's really bad. Yeah, I mean, but I love Tazawa. Eh, yeah, well, I could leave him. Um, love the guy. But I mean, you know, just uh, it also didn't help too that you know Cruz personally, you know, he just had a baby too. He's in daddy mode. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's and that is a real thing. Okay, I've got a two month old. I know what daddy mode is. Your brain does not work. Okay. Your you brain does not work. I, crazy I, did, too. I forgot my name for a week. Yeah, okay. I've seen you in your zombified state when I've gone on dog walks with you, <laughs> and it amazes me that, like, it's such a strain on you, and I get it. Like, you're up late hours. How does that work for a guy who's on the road almost 300 days a year? Like, you, dude, I guess mommy's just taking care of everything in that scenario. Oh, yeah. Because Cruz is home, and, like, two and, days a week. And my head is off to her. I mean, I'm sure she has help. Uh but yeah, I mean, my my hats off to Cruz's wife because that's yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty tough. But even so, I mean, I can just you know, you're you're in a different mindset. You know, uh, just as an example, uh, a couple of years back when the Sabers were in the playoffs, oh, uh, one of our players. A couple of years ago, you guys were in the playoffs. Okay, I think up. more right, than a couple. Right, Ten. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been like a decade. <laughs> Seventeen for your all Buffalo right, all Bills. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, card carrying member of Bills Mafia over here. What is it about this podcast? Like all my co-hosts either are from Buffalo or live in Buffalo, and they're and they're both they're both balding, almost middle-aged men with with young children. Now you made this personal. Yeah, well, (laughs) goddamn right I did. Truth hurts. It's like I have like Uh, uh, a non-homoerotic like just I don't know aura to me for for these type of men as far as podcasts go. What can I say? We're I don't great. know what that we're says about on, me. We're great on microphones. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just saying. I mean, daddy mode is real. Like the the Sabres player, you know, is in the playoffs. Is like we were we were in like the second round or something, and you just saw his game dip. His wife had the baby, and the the game just went down. Thomas Vanek. Yeah. I couldn't think of who it was. Thomas Vanek. Like his his wife had a baby, and just boom, he just was not the same player. Yeah. I don't even think this I mean, is like. So. It's not even Cruz dipping. It's the fact that they've done nothing with him. No great storylines. But I'm just saying. But but, but I'm saying I'm saying combined. It's it's yeah. it's that combined. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just that. it's a it's a bad comedy. It's a perfect storm of just not having anything. to Honestly, I'm surprised he's still as chiseled as he is. Yeah, guy's a guy's a freak. He's, he's a freak. Oh my god, like, for a guy to be a, that jacked and that athletic. Like the, he can do a standing are, moonsault. There are sculptures that look worse than him. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, well, but. With right. little dongers. Well, yeah. <laughs> I always look at those statues, and I'm like, man, you couldn't put a piece on that thing? Like a hog? Like, that poor dude. Probably rolling over in his grave looking at it now. <laughs> like, give him something, man. Give him a well, bit that's of why a they're taking also. them all down now, you know. Oh, boy. Let's not go there. All right, let's anyway. Let's go to uh, the other kickoff match. You know what? Let's, let's, talk, let's talk some ladies. We haven't talked ladies. Uh, hang on, hang on. Real quick, let's knock out this last kickoff match because this – this I think this is just circumstance, and I'll get into that in a bit about why they're on the kickoff. But the Hardy Boys are teaming up with uh, Kurt Angle's baby boy, Jason Jordan. <laughs> so ridiculous, that storyline. 
versus The Miz and The Miz Taraj. I think it's criminal that the Hardy Boys and The Miz are on the kickoff show. But like I said, I do think it's it's because of circumstance. I, I think that we're going to have Jason Jordan versus The Miz for the IC title. But unfortunately, Jordan is like a fart in church. He is not getting over with the crowd at all. This storyline has already tanked. Yes. I hate turning guys quickly, but you either give Jordan a mouthpiece or you turn him heel right now. Yep. It's not working. Yep. It's stupid. Nobody buys no one into buys it. it. No. The whole it you they would have been better off with Chad Gable being Angle's kid. At least Chad Gable has some personality and can talk on the mic. Like Jordan is just like his promos are just so forced and just I don't believe a word he's saying. I just, I don't know Let why. Let him just go out there and be a badass and suplex the crap out of people. I just don't know why they thought. I mean, American Alpha had such a good thing going. Why did they? Yeah, I thought they split it up way too quick. Yeah. And they haven't done Jack with Gable on SmackDown. Nope. Jordan's floundering on Raw. And the thing was is they, they split him up like at least, you know, like with DIY. Yeah. You know, Tommaso slammed Gargano into the thing. Like he beat the crap out of yeah. him to break up the team. Yep. You know, and you Which got, is the classic you know, way to go. It's exactly. Marty Jannetty versus Enzo, Shawn Michaels in the barbershop. Enzo and, Enzo and Big Cass. Yeah. You know, Cass was beating Seth the crap Rollins out of Seth Shield. Rollins of the Shield. You Get know, some heat on you your had, former tag But it partners. was just, no, all of a sudden, you just broke up this tag team, which they were former champs. They yeah. were they were SmackDown Live champs. It's not yeah. like they were just, you know, this, this tag team floating too. around or anything. They were great in NXT. Everyone knew American Alpha. They knew who they were. So then all of a sudden, you just have this random storyline about how Kurt Angle slept with Beyonce one night and, you know, gave birth to Jason Jordan. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, well, and, Ric and, Flair uh, slept with Halle Berry, according to his podcast, and you know, hopefully Flair gets better. He's had some health issues, by the way, but um, you know, it, it could happen. Of course, you know, I I don't know. Apparently, like some cream in their coffee. Just, these ladies. Well, apparently, Kurt Angle like chocolate milk in college. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Someone put uh, that up on Twitter too. I saw that. <laughs> the milk I saw truck. That. <laughs> it's amazing. But yeah, and going back to how this is just you know. They're victims of circumstance. The Hardy Boys, you know, they should be having a rivalry right now with a revival. But yes. unfortunately, you know... Uh, and where's the revival in SummerSlam? I mean, they, they were left out. Well, Dawson's injured. I think it's Oh, Dawson. he broke his jaw. No, 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 no. Um, Dash Wilder. Oh, God, I always get confused on which one's which. Dash the bald Wild, one. Bald, the bald is one Dawson. Is, is Dawson. Yes, and yes. Dash Wilder is Dash the one. Wilder is Dash one Wilder pair. broke his jaw, and then Scott Dawson is now out with an injury. That's why they had to scrap that whole match. And, I mean, the Hardy Boys, they just came back after being... God, Jeff was out of WWE for, what, seven years? Matt, maybe just as long, if not longer. They finally come back at WrestleMania. Massive pop. Like, the Hardys are here. Super Huge over. Pop. That was That and was outstanding. That was in April, and now we're at August, you know, four, five months later, and they're on the frickin' pre-show? Yeah, they're done. Like, I don't, I, I don't think they're done. I... The Hardys are becoming woken, not broken, because TNA, you know, Global Force Wrestling owns the broken gimmick, but, you know, if you've been following them on Twitter, they're becoming woken. It's going to be marvelous. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to do your research on the broken Hardys on YouTube, because those, that gimmick is amazing. I'm going to have to refresh myself. Because yes. I, I, I'll tell that to everybody listening. If you have not, go out of your way. If you're, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've got to be a wrestling fan at this point because we're going way deep into it. But even if you're not. We're 50 minutes in. If you're not a wrestling yeah. fan, you've yeah, tuned I, out. Yeah, I, I mean, thanks for just listening because apparently we have soothing voices. Maybe it puts your, your kids to sleep or, you know, Perhaps. we're like Ambien or something. But um, go on YouTube. Watch the final deletion 
with the Hardys, Matt versus Jeff. And then there are other matches, Death or uh, Deletion versus Decay, all that stuff. Just the Broken Universe is amazing. I don't even know how to explain it to you. It's like, it's wrestling meets like cheesy D-rated horror film. From the 1980s. D-level horror film. Yeah. But in a fun, campy, goofy way. Like, Brother Nero looks like he should have been in, like, Evil Dead. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. <laughs> that video, man, when he when he's just having that orgasmic, like, look on his face as he's just cutting Hardy's lawn on the lawnmower, it's just... <laughs> oh, my God. Every time I cut my lawn, I post that meme. It's amazing. <laughs> See, so yeah, I'm hoping the rival come back. Big things in store for the Hardys. They become Woken, but um, as far as the match, uh, it's a kickoff match. I feel like they'll give it to the Hardys and Jason Jordan. Oh, see, I'm thinking Miz and Mistaraj. Oh, all right. I really, I really do. Because I'm hoping Miz does not take the pinfall I, if they lose. That's that's true too. Yeah, I, that, keep that's the heat fair. on him because. That's fair. And Miz has been so underrated. He has been amazing for the last year and a half, two years. Oh, yeah. As a heel, he has just he's, been He's money. definitely earned the respect back in that locker room. Oh, yeah. Um, the guy is great on the mic. The guy will never change in the hallway again unless he does something really bad. Yeah. But, um, can I just say something real quick about Miz, yeah. though? Is that, um, again, Miz is one that I love to hate. Yep. He's he's a classic old school in my, heel. In my opinion, he is the best heel since like WCW Jericho. That that's an interesting correlation. Yeah, I I, I, I would put him. I would. He's an entertaining heel. Yeah, exactly. He's great. I mean, come on, like, just just you know the we were talking about you know Jericho's uh, list of a thousand holds. Can you picture a thousand and one holds? Thousand and one holds. Sorry, or it might have been a thousand and four. I think he had four more holds than D Malenko. Than D Malenko. Okay. Yes. Now. Couldn't you see Miz doing the same thing? I could, but in a more smarmy and, way. And, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, not maybe not exactly the same way. But yeah, I mean, he's just he's he's very Chris Jericho esque when Jericho was in his prime yep. in WCW. Um, but let me just say this though: is what I was very much afraid of was I thought that the Miztourage was going to be replacing Maurice. Oh no. Just adding to it. And they just added to it. And the reason I thought that is because, and what the hell are they going to do with this quote-unquote power couple? Um, the Canellises. Because uh, they bring on Mike and yeah. Maria. So it's like, okay, they're basically... I like how they call, they gave him her last name, too, Canellis. Their I, real names are Bennett. Mike Bennett and Maria Bennett. But they gave Canellis her it, last yeah, name. Well, Even though, in real life, they are married. Canellis, <laughs> I mean, great. I don't know. Canellis sounds better than Bennett, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, potato, potato, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. What's in a name? It's just funny, though. Um, I've heard they've soured on him greatly, too, backstage is the word. Really? Yeah, the fact being that um, they signed him. I guess he, you know, he didn't go on the road for a couple months. They are waiting to bring him in, give him a storyline. And the guy just came in out of shape. Like, he does not look as good, as crisp as he did in Ring of Honor. Well, and even in his matches against Sami Zayn, it's he's not impressive. Yeah, he's not blowing you away, which is sad too. Because in Ring and of you, Honor, you he's built a former. Him up, you built him up. I to did. Me. You built him yeah. up to me because I wasn't. He was too... great in the Kingdom in Ring of Honor. Yeah, former Ring I of didn't, Honor I didn't, champ. I, did I believe TV know, champ. I did not know Mike Kanellis all that well yeah. when he debuted at what was it Money in the Bank? I believe so. Yeah, I think um, he, or he debuted were, on a SmackDown and then had his first. No, match no, no. I think it was Money in the Bank. I yeah, think it was yeah, money you made the bank. Right. Um, because, There's so many yeah, damn pay per views no, now. I can't remember. I know, right? 
It was probably um, like three weeks. No, we were watching Money in the Bank, and and they started playing the music. And I remember you were like, "Oh my God, it's Mike! It's Mike and Maria Canales. They they signed yeah. them, you know." So you you built you were stoked, yep. and you kept building him up to me. I was like, "All right, I'm excited to see this guy." And they haven't done crap with him. Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's and I was, man. and then I was, you know, and I even was reading online, and they were like, "Oh, they're gonna." Uh, the reason that they're bringing on the Miztourage is to get rid of Maurice because you can't have two power couples on both shows. They're going to be conflicting, blah, blah, blah. Eh. You know, so the Canaleses were going to replace, you know, Miz and Maurice. With the power of love. And I'm so glad that they didn't because, and the Canaleses, they're just not doing anything. It's yeah, just, it's no, been it, such a waste. It could, yeah, it could be a quick, Ugh. unfortunate exit for them. But anyway, I, I, I yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Miz and Marie, uh, Miz and Maurice. <laughs> yeah, Maurice is in the match. <laughs> yes, uh, Miz and the Miz-Taraj. All right, uh, next match. Let's go to. Um, let's do some women. You want to do some ladies? Let's do some, some ladies. ladies. And we, you know what? We just talked about SmackDown, so I think yep. we should shimmy on over to Raw. The goddess. Goddess, oh. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. My God, that woman does her lunges and her squats. That ass is fantastic. (laughs) My God, this is not going to be a podcast for the ladies. No, it's uh, Murphy is a lucky man. I mean, maybe there's some ladies into the ladies, which is fine. But yeah, Alexa Bliss versus the boss, Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. I'm pumped for this match. I think this could be really good. Especially, too, it's two athletic women. In their prime, similar size, similar stature, and just similar age too. I yeah, think, and they can uh, both go, man. Sasha's twenty four, and yeah. What Sasha's always scared 25. me was Sasha because she takes a ton of risks being the smaller wrestler. I feel this will be a lot more competitive, and it won't shorten her lifespan as much like some of the matches that Sasha had with Charlotte. Because some of those dives she takes terrify the crap out of me. I mean, she's what like one hundred fifteen pounds soaking wet. Alexa if Bliss that. is maybe one twenty, and like thirty of that is in her booty. Yeah, she actually put on a lot of weight when she yeah. came to WWE because she was a uh, bodybuilder at one point. Yeah, I listened to a uh, Talk Is Jericho podcast with her, and yeah, basically she when, was like 95 pounds when she came in, and yeah. they sat her on the sa- sidelines and said, you need to gain 15 pounds. Yep. And she's like, I'll even, gain 20. Like, yeah, let me eat donuts. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's fine. I mean, what, what, I mean, come on. Any any women out there listening, if someone was like, you need to gain, like, come on, you no, gotta that's be okay their dream. With that. I mean, yeah. It's like, hey, you get a free pass to, you know, not yep. worry about your weight for a yeah. while. I mean, come on. I like a lady with curves. I, I, like, I do too. Like a bit of a booty. I do too. I feel like uh, it, that's changing in America now. Like, you know, the dudes aren't into stick women anymore. I, I still know a few that are, but it's, eh. I mean, they're douchebags, so. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I don't want to um, cuddle with a skeleton. No. I mean, it's not. <laughs> So bony. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want a I want a teddy bear with a lot of stuffing. <laughs> I want a body pillow. <laughs> I want more cushion for the pushing. <laughs> I want a Nia Jax. Can we talk about this for a second? Yes. Yes. Can you talk about you, this. You've been you've been chomping at the bit to get Nia Jax. Well, off you know what? You're talking about chest. you're talking about skeletons versus you know body oh, pillows and shit like that. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna take a sip of delicious. Uh, All right. Delicious why agua. is why is Nia Jax not getting at least the opportunity to be in a one on one championship? match i don't i'm not saying that she should that she should be winning and and having the titles just yet but she's been in the scene for over a year she has she is a dominant force when she first came on they kept throwing jo- local jobbers at her yeah obviously she's blasting through all of those people as soon as she starts facing people from the main roster though i mean come on for christ's sake she lost to bailey hey bailey well, i'm a hugger listen the problem with nia Jax is, and i'm gonna use an often used term in uh in wrestling, she's greener than goose shit. She's not safe in the ring. She cannot carry a match, which generally you need the heel to carry a match. 
the best thing for Nia Jax is for her to go back down to NXT. Honestly, uh, I do not think she's ready. I love her aura. I love her look. But, God, dude, she she's lucky she didn't mess up Bailey worse than she did throwing her on her shoulder like that. And then after she throws her on her shoulder, she lifts her up by her arms and puts her in a modified chicken wing knowing she's injured. That's just not smart, man. She's not safe in the ring. That worries me. And when someone's that big and that powerful, you need them to be extra safe in the ring. Especially going against all these women you're, like, twice the size of. Like I said, I like, I like her look. I think she could be great. I think they could book her down the road much like um, Awesome or Amazing Kong did in TNA. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, as WWE fans would know her karma, even though she had such a short run. Yeah. But, you know, she just needs to develop better. And once she does, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I just, I, I wish that, you know, I, I mean, I, I love the athletic women uh, in... And not, not to say that Nia is non-athletic. Oh, no, no. I'm talking I, like yeah. the, the smaller... fast-paced. You know, fast-paced and yeah, everything. Technical. You know, I love that. But there's just... You know, there's so much of that on both yeah. sides of, of the brands. Yeah. It's like Baskin-Robbins. You want like, different flavors. Yeah, I want some different flavors. Yeah, and I just I think that. that, you know, Nia, I mean, come on. This is, a, this is a woman that, you know, pinned three jobbers at once. Yeah. I mean, yes, they were jobbers, but who cares? Yep. But it's just... You know, and I just think that if they... If if she had a solid title run, I mean that would just I think that that would just be unstoppable. I'm not opposed to it, I but mean, I just want her know, to get just, better in the ring, man. Yeah, but how how else do you get better than to actually than to put her in some legit matches? Unfortunately, when you make mistakes in WWE, they send you down. They send they beat. Yeah, but at least you send her down to NXT. She can get no no no. I'm not no no no. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying they literally send you down. I'm saying that they yeah. like you know hey you're gonna lose your next ten matches and yep. bad. Yeah. Eh, we'll see how it goes. But let's get back to the match in hand. Bliss versus Banks. Where do you see this going? And this could be a great match. I think this will be really good. This is... I, I could... You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this their first one-on-one match? No. No, they had a match at uh, Great Balls of Fire, but Alexa uh, lost by countout. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's right. Which, again... God, I cannot remember all these damn pay-per-views. I don't There's... know. Honestly, dude, I don't know how I do. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, better memory than I do. I mean, it's a great problem to have. I mean, the market's oversaturated with wrestling now, which is great. Um, you know, and I think I think that's another reason why they did have Sasha win the number one contendership, which, can I just say as a side note, I really wish that they would do tournaments more often to determine number one contendership. I'm so sick of just, you know, all of a sudden someone just becomes number one contender oh, like, I, overnight. Oh, dude, I love a good tournament. I'm all yeah. for them bringing back the King of the Ring. I yes, love that tournament. thank you. Yeah, I, that's how you build absolutely. up mid-card stars. Absolutely. It made Austin's career, I mean, helped Triple H, you know, like, helped like Brock Lesnar. The whole, the whole thing with, uh, you know, Roman Reigns, he came out after, after Great Balls of Fire and was just like, I'm the number one contender now. Yeah. Like, and then you know, someone's music hits. No, I'm the okay. number one contender. Yeah, exactly. And Cue the just, next guy's yeah. music. I'm the number one I'm contender. I'm the number one contender. Well, there's three of you. You all want to be number one contender. Let's do a four fatal four-way. Yeah. You're all number one contender. Everyone yeah, wins. I, like, I come agree. On. Like, the only let's... thing that drove me nuts is that they had those two triple threats to set up the women's match. And it was Nia Jax versus, like, what, Alicia Fox and Emma. And then the other one was Sasha Banks versus... I don't know, a couple other no, no, women no, 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 it was, no, no, no. I can't have it backwards. Uh, it was Mickey James. Mickey James. Um... Uh, and Emma. Yeah, because they face each other yes, on Monday Night yes, Raw yes, 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 yes. versus Nia Jax. Versus Nia Jax. And then it was uh, Sasha Banks, Dana Brooke. And Alicia. 
and Alicia Fox. Yes. Yeah, but you look at those matches, and it's like, okay, the two winners of the triple threat face each other for a shot at the number one contender. You could see from a million miles away how those two matches were going. Oh, totally. Like, come on. Like, we're yeah. not stupid here. Yeah. Well, you're not, I mean, Alicia Fox isn't all of a sudden going to be in the title picture. Yeah. It's almost like you took a, an extra unnecessary step. Like, just have Nia and Sasha face each other, and boom, there's your number one contender. Yeah. Yeah. But who do you have in this match? I gotta give it to uh, Alexa. I think I think Alexa is gonna have one hell of a championship run. Yeah, I'm going with Alexa as well. I just, um, I don't want to see it come to an end. I I think that uh, she's so good. She's at so she she is, which is crazy too. Because in real life, I like she's I, a sweetheart. Yeah, I mentioned she's that. She's an absolute sweetheart. Listen to her on the Jericho <laughs> podcast. She is just amazing. She's yeah. so lovable. So oh nice. Oh my god. That seems how it often is in wrestling. Like, the nicer your character is, the more of a shithead you are in real life. Right. Like, we, there's uh, been stories rampant for years about Randy Orton and what a dick he is behind the scenes. Oh, but but then again, you know, it's, it's also vice versa. I mean, if you're really nice in real life, then you're a dick in the ring. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it just happens Back in the day, Mick Foley way. is mankind, terrified children. Like, he's... Yeah. This guy has a... Uh, a year-round Christmas room in his house and takes his kids to Disney like six the, times a year. Uh, the Miz is apparently a really nice guy. Yeah. He, um, if there's ever a guy that paid his dues, it's The Miz. Kevin Owens is a, is a nice guy. Yeah, an amazing follow on Twitter If for those of you that yes. don't follow him. The way yes. he just shits on fans is amazing. And and he doesn't just go... He doesn't do it to just random fans. He, do, he does it to ones that ask for it. Right. Ones that attack him first. Right. He just puts them in their place, which is amazing. But I think I think uh, Alexa, she's in store for a very long title reign. She is outstanding on the mic, outstanding in the ring. Uh, leagues beyond Sasha Banks, in my opinion. I, yeah. I don't think Sasha deserves to be a three-time women's champion. That just well, is they, absurd to me. Yeah, and that's ridiculous how they hotshot the belt. But. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that that aside. Yeah. But let's move on. We uh, we mentioned Kevin Owens, so we may as well get to his match. For the United States title, AJ Styles defends against Kevin Owens. Shane McMahon is your guest referee. Which, anytime there's a guest referee, you've got to think there's going to be some chicanery going on here. I mean, I love this feud. Styles and Owens can both go in the ring. I'll take these guys up against each other any day of the week. But with Shane McMahon, the extra wrinkle, I... I, I see McMahon, I mean, he's a McMahon after all. They love turning on people. I see him pairing up with Kevin Owens and costing AJ the title. Uh-oh. It's a long pause. I Even thought about this one. I, I think it's all going to feed back to how, you know, I mean, let's not forget back around WrestleMania time, AJ threw him through a, a freaking car window. And then accidentally, you know, gave him the Pele kick on SmackDown last week. Yeah, but then Kevin Owens also kicked him in the face. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm hoping... Shane, Shane's tough to read. Shane, yeah. since coming back, Shane has been such a uh, I've loved such him in a the baby role, face. I kind of, I, I mean, I predict that. I kind of hope I'm wrong, though, because He's, I'm so over the whole heel authority figure. It's been done to death since 97 with yeah. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Been, they've been doing it in some form or fashion with the authority or the alliance for 20 flipping years. Um, give it a break. The fact that we have a face authority figure finally is a, 
it's kind of a bit it's, of it's, fresh it's, air. Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely refreshing. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I just I'm predicting how I think WWE will do it because if there's ever a match I just want to go for a good 20 minutes with no just extra bullshit, it's Owens versus Styles. What was that match? It was uh, Stone Cold versus who, where Shane did he he hit the two count and then he was going down for the game the double bird and he just stopped. Yeah, that was the 1998 Survivor Series Deadly Game Tournament for the vacant WWF Championship. And that, that was, was Stone uh, Cold Austin hit the stunner on Mankind. Mankind, okay. Drilled him. Shane ran down to the ring, who was a face at the time, was going to count the pinfall. Right. Before he got to three, flipped the double bird. Right. Turned out he was back with Vince, and then Rock right. becomes your first-time champ. Yep. Great storyline, by the way. I love the way that tournament Oh, that was, was outstanding. Built. That's one of my favorite all-time yeah. tournaments. That and the uh, one from WrestleMania five, where Randy Savage yep. won the vacant WWF title. Or no, WrestleMania four. Yeah, four. Caesar's Palace. Honestly, I would not have had the knowledge to correct you on that one. So yeah, it's it's all right. It takes me a little <laughs> bit sometimes. You know what's crazy too is like I can I can just relay facts from like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine WWF like it's nothing. But like you can't yesterday. remember who won the last pay per view, dude. I don't know what I had for <laughs> breakfast this morning. I can't remember if I, I I cooked six scrambled eggs again or had cinnamon life. Like I don't know what's going on. Dude, that's that's my brain, man. I, There's only so much room in there. I think. Um, I think I could almost name you every main event of every 1998 through 1999 WWF pay-per-view. I think it's ridiculous. All right, that's going to be a separate podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to do that now. (laughs) But, yeah. You know, all right, so for this one, um, I want to go with AJ Styles. Uh, Mm -hmm. I do. I think it's easier to screw him over, though, than it is Owens. Owens just, you know. And it's kind of payback because – in a way, Styles screwed Owens in the last one. Well, he did. didn't screw him, but the referee screwed him. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 payback, and but and I'm cool with Owens winning, getting the title, whether through a screw job or not, just so this feud continues. You now, can give me a hundred of these matches; I'll eat them up all day. Okay, let me throw something out there. Just yeah, just just follow me for a second. Oh boy, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. What if, and since he's his brother-in-law anyway, what if Triple H just happens to make an appearance regarding a SmackDown match, not oh, a Raw God. match? I hate it. <laughs> and just pedigree styles, and just hands, oh. hands Owens the title like he did the Universal uh, I, I almost a year ago. I hate I it. I hate it too, but you I know what? It. But you know what? You know... It's it's Shane's brother-in-law. Yeah, it's a but whole I don't think thing. in it does Vince's go brain, if he's going to use Triple H, he's going to use him on Raw. Because Raw is the baby. Raw is the flagship. You yeah, Raw Triple H only has, has so many big matches left in him. He's keeping him on Raw. Yeah, but Raw also is tanking in the ratings, whereas SmackDown is actually SmackDown's winning in the ratings. Yeah, right all now. the more reason. Remember back when they did the original brand split with uh, Heyman running SmackDown. Yeah, and how they SmackDown was the better show for a while. They were beating the crap out of Raw. You know what Vince did? Put all the superstars on Raw. Yeah, gutted right. SmackDown. Yeah, you're right. That's Vince's baby. Like, I mean, look at for the past decade, SmackDown was on Thursday, Friday night was pre-taped. Yeah, the storyline sucked. Nobody gave a crap about it. I still watch. They, they've talked about it behind the scenes <laughs> where in creative writing meetings they'll start writing Raw on a Friday afternoon for Monday show. SmackDown, they'll start writing the morning of. 
Oof. Shows you the difference and like how much thought goes goes into it. Well, in that regard, South Park is usually written the morning of too. So there you go. Yeah. Well, those guys are just geniuses. absolute workhorses and geniuses. Speaking right. of genius, yeah. Let's jump in. So you're taking Styles. I'm taking Owens. Though. I'm gonna take. No, no, no. I said... Uh, oh, no, no, you're taking Owens. I, I'm I taking well. Owens, yes. Okay, yes. Because yes, yes, I said it would be easier to screw over yep. uh, Styles. So we're still taking Owens. Um, but uh, speaking of, of genius, this guy is anything but, which is why I'm glad that he's being suspended above the ring in a shark cage. <laughs> How you doing? For How you the doing? match of Big Show versus Big Kaz. Can I just say... The realest guy in the ring, but apparently not on the travel bus, according to Roman Reigns. Oh, man. When Roman Reigns kicks you off the travel bus, you, you got some problems, yeah. dog. Enzo's got some major heat, for those of you that, that don't know. Wow. The guy is creating a wow. stir backstage. Not to mention, uh, he's apparently not you know, tipping the weight, the uh, uh, strippers in Buffalo. Which that was, story was amazing. I for was, those of you uh, that haven't heard that, there's, there's just... I guess this stripper in Buffalo, when they were in town a couple months ago... No, just, it was like two weeks ago. Was it? it was, okay, yeah, it yeah. was recent. Yeah. So she just came out talking about how Enzo Mori was just bragging about how much he's worth and what a superstar he is, and then I guess apparently he's a total cheapskate. Tipped her like ten bucks, <laughs> like throughout the whole night. Yeah, after talking bucks. about all these thousands that he has, and, she, like, and, and she came out, man. she came out with this whole thing. If on, you got a girl motorboat in you, you got to tip her well. I mean, like you got to take care of her. But she, but she was even saying, she's like, well, if you're so famous, how come I never heard of you? <laughs> yeah. Ouch. And how come you're, oh, you're a wrestler? Why are you five foot eight? <laughs> yeah, right. No, he uh, needs, he, they, they got to do something with Enzo. I mean, they, like, it, it pissed me off that they just. I think Enzo's got to do something with himself, straighten well, himself out. Yeah. He's um, rubbing a lot of people the wrong way backstage. He's. So is Big Cass, though. Yeah, I think that's almost guilty by association. No, Big Cass is doing it all himself, man. Oh, God. Uh, for those of you that also don't know, Big Cass is a huge, huge and vocal uh, Donald Trump supporter. Which oh is yes, not that's going right. Over well in that's the background. right. Uh, yeah, and wrestling is such a close knit community. Like they basically become you your family. You cannot afford to you're, piss off. Yeah, you're around like, these people twenty four seven. And if there's more, there's a more divisive topic you can bring up, which is exactly why on Under the Hoodies we never bring it up: politics and religion. Yep. You'll pretty much never hear us talk about this stuff. Nope. I'm not going to talk about my views, how I personally feel, because nope. one way or another, you alienate half the audience. And for the dozens and dozens of people listening to this, I cannot afford to do that. I'm not about to start. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think it's funny, too, because apparently, I guess the Enzo Mori, he has a huge fear of heights. So this is Good. a great way to punish him by suspending Good. him in a shark cage above Absolutely. the ring. Absolutely. Good. You know what they need to do with Enzo is... Uh, I just want to know what kind of chicanery happens, though. Because every time someone is suspended in a cage, usually it's a heel. It's not a baby face, but somehow they give a guy a weapon. We've seen it with Bobby Heenan in the past in a shark cage. We've seen it, I believe, with Jim Cornette, like, tossing down a tennis racket. I can uh, see Enzo... Jer- uh, Jericho... Yeah, Jericho. Through, was it Brass Knuckles? Yeah. Took yeah. yeah, in the match with Owens. And yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it could have been. It was KO and Reigns, wasn't it? KO and Reigns? Yes, I believe so. Um, I, I see Enzo, like, throwing down his gold chain or something, and Castle intercepted, and KO punched Big Show or something. And then, you know, Big Show's going to the match with a storyline broken hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um... I don't, I don't know. I, but you know what? I I, I could care less. I could care match, less. We're spending, yeah. we're spending way too yeah, much yeah, time talking about So, this. let's just uh, get out of the way quick. Big Cast with a win. You're trying to build them up. 
I mean, Big Show is in the twilight of his if, career. You got to give it to Cass. If they are, if they are going to push Big Cass, then yes. But if if Cass is getting as much heat as I understand that he is, I say give Big Show one last win at a big pay per view event like SummerSlam. Yeah. You know, uh, why not? No one's going to care anyway. So, uh, speaking of not caring, just jumping <laughs> over to... Sorry, folks. We're kind of getting into, yeah. like, you know, the, the, the shit matches right now that we're... We'll get them know, out of the way, then we get to, like, the, yeah, the big ones. Yeah, like, this is, like, this is... These are the matches that, like... Are I'm you looking gonna, at Randy Orton Rusev? I am looking at Randy Orton yeah. and Rusev. Yes. How did you know? Oh, uh, yeah, um, I just... Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? They, and you they, know what they sucks built us up to I not like, care about Rusev. And I like Randy Orton. I do. Yeah. You might not like Randy Orton, I don't know, but I like Randy Orton. I liked him as champ. I was pissed off that that uh, he lost to Jinder Mahal. I I still. But Randy Orton's at that stage, much like Cena. Like he, they came up together, they had a rivalry together. It's time for them to put over the young guys, build the next the you know the next generation. That's fair. Rusev needs to go over. That's fair. And if he does, like I, it I could care less about the match, and I'll care even less. This will probably be my bathroom break, honestly. Uh, oh. Totally, yeah, but I mean, Rusev totally. needs to put Orton in the accolade, and Orton yep. needs to tap out. Because um, what, what? What's the plan with Orton? Like, what, what can what I can just, you do with him? But you point? know what? Can I just say that that RKO on SmackDown this past week was outstanding. Did you see that thing? No, unfortunately, I, I missed SmackDown that this week. That was legitimately out of nowhere. You like? I don't think even people that were there saw Orton yeah. coming. He just appeared. And I'll give credit too to WWE production. The way they with film it, like you don't do not see him coming. That was that was outstanding. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't care. It's it's probably <laughs> going to be Rusev. Uh, I'm going to take Orton because that's the WWE thing to do. Why don't we Why don't we just undercut the young guy? Well, yeah. Rusev lost in a rivalry to John Cena. May as well lose in a rivalry to Randy Orton. Well, see, I can see it going the opposite way. You know, I all hope right, so. they, I hope you're they right. made him lose. I'll take Rusev. I don't really care. I, I, don't, I really don't. If, if Orton wins, fine. It's not like he's yeah. getting a belt or anything. There's really, there's literally nothing that's going to come of this match Yep. Uh, in the aftermath. So let's go to something that will come. And what I think is going to come is, well, not me, because it's going to be Carmella cashing in her money in the bank and becoming the women's SmackDown champion with that little... <laughs> Asshole James Ellsworth next to her. And the match that I'm referring to is, of course, Naomi versus Natalia. Now, for the record, I love Natalia. Dude, Natalia does not get enough credit. She does not get enough credit. She can go in the ring. She's amazing. She's a flipping heart, for God's sake. She is a. The only thing that you're leaving out is that she is drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my God! What's I, unfortunate Natalia with Natty is, is she package. she came along at the wrong time. She was she a did. little too early. Yeah. If she was a few years later, part of the women's revolution, she'd be right in the mix with it. But unfortunately, she she's uh, she's got to be the oldest one on the women's roster. She's like thirty five. I would think so. Yeah. God, and she came out when she was young too. Yeah. She's, she's been around for a she's while. She's about thirty five years old now. I do like though that they she gets to showcase. She gets to be on WrestleMania, and as of right now, she's on the main card as well, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, regardless... I'll give uh, WWE credit for that, too. They they didn't put either of the women's matches on the pre-show. Yeah. Which, in the in the that's, past, was the absolute huge. norm. Yep. That's now the spot right alligator for the cruiserweights, unfortunately. Yeah, well, who cares? Yeah. Um, no, that's that's huge. But unfortunately, I mean, and I like, I like Naomi as champion right now. I think she's doing a great job. I don't like what she did to the belt, but that's that's <laughs> beside the point. You're going you're gonna to hate even more how I see this match going because of that belt. 
So apparently there's... Explain how. I'm taking Naomi in this match. The reason being that uh, WWE is working on a uh, production line to um, sell those belts, replica belts that light up. And I guess that whatever toy company that they use that manufactures them couldn't get them out in time for this pay-per-view. Like, it's going to take them a few months. So we could be looking at a long Naomi title reign, or we could be looking at her losing the belt and getting it right back quickly. Uh, yeah, because I, I believe they want to have them ready for, like, Christmas time. So we could be looking at Naomi as women's champ well into, like, rumble season. Oof. That's, the, that's, that's you know, the the rumors backstage, but I, well, I hope they're Well, in that, in that case, then uh, I, guess, I guess Carmella won't be cashing in. Yeah. Because they're not going to... I could see her threatening somehow. I could see her threatening, and, and maybe that'll be a distraction. Like, yeah. maybe uh, maybe Natalia's about to pin Naomi, or uh, put her in the sharpshooter even, you know? Yep. And, and right before Naomi taps, Carmella comes running out with the case, and Natalia gets distracted, her. and then Naomi rolls her up and gets a quick pinfall. Yeah. And she remains champion. I could see that, yep. uh, but yeah, they're this not. Could, should be a good match. Though. I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna have Carmella waste her money in the bank like they did Corbin. I hope not. I, I, you're right. <laughs> you at least I, I hope not. You can't exactly. You never put um, a best WWE though. Yeah, but uh, if that's the case, you know, if if Mattel, you know, hasn't finished. Ah, uh, Mattel, that was the company. Yeah. Uh, what really? I just took a shot in the dark. I'm pretty sure it's Mattel. Yeah. <laughs> Is either that or Fisher Price? I don't know. Fisher Price, oh god, <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. Unless I look at it like a board game or an old toy. Is Milton Bradley? How's that one? Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Um. So anyway, I, you know what? I I would hope it's Natalia, uh, Natty Ice. She deserves um, a title. She run does too. deserve a title run. I just don't see it in the cards, I, unfortunately. I, yeah, I I have to agree. So I think it'll be Naomi. I, let's put it this way. I I. I don't care who wins this match, but not in the same way that I don't care about Randy Orton versus Yeah, yeah, you can see it going <laughs> you know, either way. I can see it going either way. No, I, I got you. Um, you know, but uh, I, I think it'll be good either way. And another good match, I think. Yeah, let's get in the meat and potatoes. Yes, because we're, we're getting down to the wire here. We've only got a few left to cover some big ones too and these big are big boys. ones and i think we just you know might as well knock out raw tag team oh yes say samus say samus cesaro and sheamus versus i know i was combining them i was calling it say samus yeah it's terrible versus the reunited shield two-thirds of the shield dean ambrose and seth rollins and that segment that they opened raw with on monday to get those guys to reunite to give each other the fist bump was Awesome. Outstanding. Booked so well. Raw Monday was great. I, I mean, for June, July, Raws were terrible. They're finally kicking into high gear. They've been great lately. SmackDown as well. But Monday Night's Raw was just amazing. The crowd just ate that up. Ambrose and Rollins together. It's fresh. It's fun. We haven't seen them together in, I think, like three years. Both guys can yeah, go in the ring. Done. And, you know, they can have a great rivalry with Cesaro and Sheamus. And I, I see Ambrose and Rollins taking it. Taking the tag belts at SummerSlam, and and you know Cesaro and Sheamus, uh, but but they're the bar. They are the bar. <laughs> we don't set the bar. They don't we set are the, the bar. bar. They are the bar. I love. And too, after how they Ambrose made them a and Rollins win, they're gonna go to the bar. 
uh, I totally have Ambrose and Rollins uh, winning yep. this match. Um, yeah, I feel like if you, because why would you reunite them if they're not going to win the belts? Well, and not not only that, but correct me if I'm wrong. Did they did any of them? I mean, Roman Reigns was the third member of the Shield for those uh, that that don't know. Yeah. Um. So this is two thirds of of a of a reunion. But correct me if I'm wrong. Did the Shield back in the day ever have the tag team championships? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, they uh, did. it was Roman and uh, Seth. Remember? Okay, and then oh, yeah, that's, uh, right. that's right, that's right. Yeah, and then and, Dean had I knew, the U.S. title. I knew he had the U.S. title for because he was yep. like the longest holder. Or he's like the what third longest holder, something four hundred and some days that he had it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I forget the exact amount. Uh, I just I couldn't I could not remember. I was thinking about it uh, before we started the podcast. I'm like I don't know if they had the tag teams or not. I just couldn't. Yeah, not remember. it's crazy. That was like over three years ago. We're getting old, man. Yeah, it sucks. But, dude, um, Ambrose, you know what, too? You want to pop the crowd? Go all out with it. Have Ambrose and Rollins come in from the crowd wearing those face masks to the shield music. Go all out with it. And, and the Pop that crowd huge. Wearing the Kevlar. And, yes. Uh, yeah. I'd, I, would, I would eat it up. You, know, you don't even yeah. have to wear the Kevlar. You don't have to go that far, but at least <laughs> come out to the music. Come out to the crowd. The, the crowd will pop. The like crowd will pop if that. they do, yeah. And this should be a great match. These guys can gotta, all go. I gotta in the tell ring. you though, you know Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, the reason I like their team though, mm-hmm. and this is this is gonna be outstanding. I cannot wait for this match because yeah. I, I like both teams. Yeah, I really do. I, I can like, see them opening with this match, the show. This is a great way to get that get just get the crowd hot and get them going. See, I would I would like to wait for it kind of build up but yeah I, I get what you're saying they, they usually the put reason, one big match on the reason Cesaro. I like Cesaro and, and Sheamus though is that it's a product of Mick Foley yeah it's a product of Mick Foley the and he took two guys that were facing irrelevancy like you would not believe yeah these were two turn them around heavy heavy hitting powerhouse singles competitors that just were not going anywhere yep. and he goes you know what I'm gonna put you guys in a best of seven which turned out to really be like a best of eleven because <laughs> they'd already had like three matches That's before true. they started the best of seven. That is true. But you know what? Uh, if we're only looking at the best of seven, he goes, "I'm going to put you in a best of seven, and neither of you are going to win." Mm-hmm. Genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he makes him a tag. He makes him a tag team, and six months later, they're now two-time tag team champions. Yeah, and they've they've looked great as a. They tag look team. outstanding. They've been amazing. They look great. Their entrance is outstanding. Uh, they're just, they're clicking. I, I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And, and I like, you know, another reason why I, you know, if it goes to Ambrose and Rollins is that it just, it, it keeps that feud going. Yep. And let's face it, Ambrose and Rollins were kind of falling into obscurity as well. Ambrose, I mean, uh, big time. Ambrose, bi- very, Ambrose, very big time. so done with him and the Miz. Like, oh yeah. We were saying, a yeah. lot of people are saying they need to turn Ambrose heel. And I, I think Ambrose is on his way to that. Maybe down the road, I could see Ambrose around Royal Rumble turning on Seth, the way almost s- to pay him back. The way, in a way. Seth yeah. turned on him, and then yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to like those two getting involved with Roman and having a Shield triple threat at WrestleMania for the belt. I'm I'm interested to see what what they're gonna do with Roman. I just I'm so sick of Roman. Just I think always everybody being is. in the title picture, and just he's I become the know. new Cena. <laughs> it's true. That's what happens when you force a guy down the fans' throats that they just yep. don't want. Yep. I mean, they they killed him at that Royal Rumble. I think it was in Pittsburgh when uh, he came out as number thirty, and everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. At 
Oh, at Royal Rumble few, 30. Yeah, oh, a few yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. Well, even when he came out at 30 this past Royal Rumble, no one gave a shit. Remember that, too? Because The Rock raised his arm after he won the Rumble, and they booed. Yeah. The Rock hasn't gotten booed in over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's, that that tells you how much heat that guy has. That was bad. Yeah. But, uh, so, so, both got Ambrose and Rollins. Then. Absolutely. So, what do you want to go with first? Do you want to take out a fatal four-way or do you want to talk the meat and potatoes of Jinder Mahal let's, the let's modern talk day the, Maharaja let's talk the modern day Maharaja versus modern day the king Maharaja of strong the style king of strong style here so Shinsuke. we've got India versus Japan um, yep. sounds like a bad game of highlight um, I don't know where sounds I was sounds like Indiana that. Jones film almost Indiana Jones and then Shinsuke Nakamura? No, Indiana Jones and the two villains. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but enough. I, I'm i pumped for this match. I love Nakamura. That guy. I do too. Um, God, if there's anyone who oozes charisma. He's he's basically Michael Jackson, Freddie Mercury, and a pro wrestler all mixed into one. If that makes any sense. Uh, Just the charisma. The guy can I go can in see, the ring. Well, Michael Jackson with the clothing he wears. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury know. for the charisma personality is the front man oh, okay yeah I, just, I mean i'm thinking he doesn't come out to the you know he, he's no elias samson he doesn't sing to the crowd or God, anything screw that guy um learn how to pr- learn how see, to probably you know, hit someone but, with a guitar but learn the thing from is, oh i know right uh but the thing is see you you were big on gender though when gender won the belt so why i was you, because it was new less... it was refreshing they were pushing a new guy uh, but so they you're, you're over it or well, they haven't done jack with him and i love nakamura they they had him face uh, they had him face Randy Orton in a Punjabi prison match. I yeah, mean, and they had the great Kali to come was, out to freaking help was, him win the match. Uh, Why? I don't know. Where and, did that come it, from? And it's not even like you know Kali is like you know making. I get he's a heel and he should cheat once in a while to win matches, but when he can never ever ever win a match on his own, like I'm over it, man. Like Ric Flair cheated all the time, but at least he could win matches on his own. Well, that's why I didn't like Mahal to begin with, and you you razzed me for it. Well, because it was new, because Randy Orton I was would never have the title. On, I was never on the Mahal train. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm over it. <laughs> I'm, told you, I was wrong. <laughs> I told you. Get the belt off Jinder. It's just it's not working. It's it's not. You wor- got into I mean, India with the WWE Network. You got their 1.1 billion fans to watch. Now get now, the belt off them. I heard that uh, the reason Tozawa won is because they're trying to expand the network now in Japan. I think so. it's already in Japan. I thought I always thought so too. Yeah, but apparently they're apparently they're trying to do another push or something, and that's why they give yeah. Tozawa the cruiserweight belt. I just think Neville's time had come though. Tozawa was the best challenger. The crowd actually bought into him. Neville couldn't help hold the belt forever. He held it for a pretty damn long time. He he won it at Royal Rumble, I think. Yeah. So seven months. Yeah, seven eight months. Yeah. Gone are the days of the year-long champions, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean. Now everyone has ADD and they can't focus on it that long. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I love Nakamura. I can't wait for his entrance because you know they're gonna do something with like an orchestra or violin, something that'll something be just cool, fun and huge. That'll and, be very. And cool. The guy can just go. I mean, and I hate these people too. Who like they're like, oh, you know, he's not good at a promo. He speaks terrible English. I've heard him on the Talk Is Jericho podcast. Like, it's not perfect English, but, like, considering it's a second language, Nakamura speaks English pretty damn well. I'd say so. Yeah. So, it's the fact that WWE doesn't want him to really put out promos. They almost want him to talk the way he does. So, you can't knock him for that. And the guy can just go in the ring. Absolute stud in the ring. 
yeah. has more charisma in his pinky than you know, Jason Jordan has his entire body. Like, let's be honest. You know what, though? Macklemore's time has come. He needs to win the belt. I, I, I think so. And I was worried until he had that horrible cash in that that Corbin yes. was going to cash in on Nakamura yep. after winning. Yeah, because you said um, you said it to me numerous times. You're like yeah. Nakamura will win the title, and then he'll have his legs caught up from under him because Corbin will cash in, Corbin which I absolutely hate. In, which which uh, I hate it when you do that to a first time title winner. Let him have his moment. No, it's not going to happen anymore. That's for sure. Yeah, no, so, no, unless Carmella just, decides just... to cash in on him. <laughs> I, <laughs> or God Ellsworth steals the case. Oh Ellsworth cashes my. in. God, you want to bury the WWE Championship? Put it on Ellsworth. Oh my God, I would, I would stop watching at that point. That, that would be Vince Russo winning the WCW Championship oh in that God. Triple K, or no, David Arquette. David Arquette, the WCW yeah, Championship. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, God, wow, that was, yeah, no, no, not gonna happen. <laughs> no, let's just. That's how you die bomb a match. I don't want to. I don't want to hear Ellsworth's yep. name anymore. So um, we're both taking Nakamura then. Yeah. All right, I we'll, absolutely would let's, like to see Nakamura. Let's go to the main event because I I feel like there's no way this won't be the main event. The Fatal Four Way for the Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar defends against Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. This match has awesomeness written all over it. You've if got, the ring doesn't explode, like <laughs> legitimately, the I'm ring. Talking, I'm worried about the ringside barrier. They're going to throw each other through it. That's They're going to destroy announce I'm, tables. I'm, I'm really worried about the people sitting ringside. God. Uh, they, like, the, I remember, too, to, it's a fatal four-way. It's no DQ. No count-out, no oh, DQ. I oh, I know. Um, this is going to be anarchy. Yeah, These this... guys are going to destroy each other. You've got four absolute monsters. Four guys let's just, who let's just, just do, love Let's to just do stiff. the breakdown uh, the breakdown here. Brock Lesnar's got to be, like, he's, like, 280. I yeah, think easy. something like that e- easily and moves like a freaking cheetah. Oh yeah, he's he's quick. Yeah, uh, Roman Reigns probably I'd say two fifty, two sixty. Yeah, two sixty stud. St- you know, solid muscle. Samoa yeah. Joe's got to be powerhouse. Two eighty, two ninety. Yeah, and he's then you have there. a legitimate strongman in Braun Strowman, three hundred plus pounds. Three hundred and eighty, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He just throws people around like ragdolls. He is he is huge. Yeah. Like this guy. Is just, I mean, he's got a strong man tattooed on his side. I mean, he's like country strong. State of no, Tennessee. no, no. He's got a guy lifting a. a oh, thing. yeah, on his on his torso. Oh, I haven't like, seen that one. I thought you were talking about the one on his bicep, the state of Tennessee, and it says, or maybe it's, or it's North Carolina or North Carolina. Yeah, yeah country strong. Country strong. But no, if if you look, I think it's on his his right side, like underneath, like on his torso, kind of like where AJ Styles has his tattoo. Yeah. It's like in that area, and it's literally oh, just a strong man lif- lifting, like that's amazing a, a thing. So I mean, like that's this dude's just nuts. Um, I love that dude. I'm not finished with I'm you. I'm not finished with you. Uh, yeah, the just, way he he's just a, he's he, a freaking monster. He's so man. believable like, too. Like you look at this dude, and you're like, yeah, he's an ox, and I legitimately feel like he wants to kill Roman Reigns. Yeah, like he wants yeah. to murder the dude. But you know, and speaking of murder, how like. This is where you gotta suspend your disbelief with wrestling. The whole at that one pay per view where um, Roman backs the ambulance into a tractor trailer, great balls of fire with, with Braun in the back. Yeah, how are you not brought up in charges? Like, 
God, I've... you have Stone Cold arrested for stunning Vince McMahon, but this dude tries to commit vehicular manslaughter. Well, actually, and the dude gets actually, out and walks out. Actually, you know what? They did bring up how how out of line that was, and then he just retorted with. This coming from, you know, three guys that were in the Attitude Era? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good... Great line. The, the thing is, Roman, every now and then, he does have great promos in the ring. Yeah. I mean, I do... He's better I, as I a heel. Laugh, you know. A heel that just doesn't care. Um, but... Uh, and I love their rivalry. I, I'll watch Strowman and Reigns go at it for years. Yeah. It's so entertaining. Yeah. And I'll give these guys a ton of credit, like... Say what you will about Reigns. You know, personally, we don't like him. A lot of diehard fans don't like him. But the guy gives us all in the ring, man. I mean, him and Strowman, they beat the piss out of each other. Just potatoing the it's, crap out of each other. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Last man standings, ambulance yep. matches. Like, they're, they're legit trying to kill each other. And then you throw Brock Lesnar into the mix, who's notoriously stiff. Samoa Joe, who can wrestle strong style, can wrestle stiff. Yep. I mean, you're just gonna have suplexes left and right, people choking each this other is, out, throwing dudes through barriers. This is I don't even I don't even. This know match has to go on last because they may destroy the ringside barrier, the announce yeah. table, the ring, yeah. the stage, the yep. LED screen. Like everything is in play in this match. That's which, fair. And I think it's great that they made it a fatal four way. Normally, you know this. I'm against multi man yeah, matches. Yeah, you hate multi man. I matches. do. Here's the thing though, Brock Lesnar just his matches are so paint by numbers. German suplex, German suplex, German suplex, German suplex, F5, kick out, F5, kick out, another F5, you're done. Like, nine, ten-minute matches are all the same. You throw all these other pieces in, so it's not just Lesnar, and this becomes a great match. I mean, you're going to – I'm excited to see Braun and Lesnar go at it. I'm excited to see Joe and Lesnar go at it again. I'm excited to see Joe versus Strowman. I mean, Reigns versus anyone. There's so many I'm different excited pieces to see Brock in this match. versus Strowman. I mean, I think that's what people are, are oh my god, for. Brock picking up Strowman and German suplexing gets him up for an F5. And then Strowman just chucking That'll him around be, like a ragdoll. That's going to be impressive. Because we've, we've never really seen Lesnar just manhandled by someone. We saw it a little no. bit in his rivalry with Big Show back in the day. But, I mean, Strowman just... And Strowman could. And that's yeah. the thing. Look at the way it's... he's thrown Reigns backstage. Oh, picked yeah. him up like nothing. One arm tossed him. Yeah. Just chucked him. No, I think I think he's... Uh... And, and that's why I'm glad, like, with Great Balls of Fire, I'm glad that it was Joe that ended up winning it. You know, I, I mean, Heyman came out and he goes, you know, Finn Balor, you're, you know, you're the biggest threat. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah. He's a buck 90. Brock Lesnar would have eaten him and spat him out. Yeah. As much you know, as I love it's Baylor, just, it's a little more believable when you got bruisers like yeah. that in the ring. You know, I mean, you know, Samoa Joe. I love Joe, too. I love Being a Ring of I Honor guy, Joe. I love Joe. I absolutely love Samoa Joe. I love him he's in NXT. He's an ass kicker, and he's believable. And exactly. It's so exactly. hard to do in this, this day know, and age of WWE. Um, and he's getting over. The crowd's loving him now. Yeah. I think he's become a quasi face because of it. Absolutely. You can respect that. Dude, I honestly thought like that one uh promo before Great Balls of Fire when he got uh Lesnar in the Coquina clutch, oh. I thought Lesnar's head was gonna pop off. They like sold a that so well. dandelion. Yeah. Like turned, he just, he just red, turned purple. purple. Yeah. He was purple. That was great. I mean he had to have just been like holding his breath like crazy, you know, just to get that, yeah. that effect. I mean that's the thing with Lesnar, is that he's such a he like his character is is sold as such a, a prima donna. Yep. But the guy plays ball. To a point. I mean, I don't 
I, I think he's just there for the paycheck. He doesn't go out of his way for it. And I say that because I referenced the WrestleMania match with Dean Ambrose. He basically gave him nothing in that match. Yeah, it was like true. a nine-minute snooze fest. Yeah. And we know Dean can go in the ring. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dean will put his body in harm's way. He'll go out of his way. And Lesnar, like I said, just paint by numbers, which is why, I'm, for once, I'm glad this is a four-way match. You have so many different pieces going on. This could be a great 30- to 45-minute match. And then, on top of it, too, you've got the stipulation. If Lesnar loses, he leaves WWE, which I almost feel is like a spoiler. I, I see Lesnar retaining here because of that. Yeah, you too. I, I, as, soon as, they, as soon as they made that announcement, yeah. I Because as like, much yeah, talk as win. there is about Lesnar versus John Jones in the UFC, a lot of people are forgetting that Lesnar got a two-year suspension from USADA for failing a drug test. Right. Lesnar can't fight in the UFC for, I, I want to say, almost 18 months. So he's not leaving WWE anytime soon. And his contract isn't up. It's usually not up until like WrestleMania season, I think. Yeah, I think and he you're resigned. Right. Yeah. He renegotiated the so last time. So he's he's not going anywhere. No. So the fact that they came out and said that it really which kinda that kinda pissed me off because it's like, well, we know who's gonna win now. It didn't need to be said too. Exactly. It's just yeah. kinda just absurd out of nowhere. But um I like where I think they're going or I've heard they're going. Because I believe for the next Raw pay-per-view, it's going to be Lesnar versus Strowman one-on-one for the title. See that? I was, I'm all in for that I'm match. all in for that one, And yeah. then there's word that it'll be Joe versus John Cena at the next pay-per-view. Since Cena's a free agent, and reportedly he's scheduled to be at Raw the Monday after SummerSlam. So really? he's going to float between both shows. Yeah, that the, uh, the building's been advertising it. Well, I, I heard that he was going to be a free agent when he came back... Uh, yeah, you know, and the fact that they keep playing it up and mentioning it, it's almost like well, he's I mean, we've only off. we've only ever seen him on SmackDown since yeah. he came back, so that's why I just like I wasn't really sure how yeah. that was. Yeah, and gonna... that that's a dream match. I never thought in a million years I'd see John Cena versus Samoa Joe. That would that, be and that's, a great rivalry. That's going to be good. I mean, that's... and Strowman versus Lesnar. Those are two top matches for the next pay per view. Which yeah. I can't remember which one it is. I don't know. If, I know Hell in the Cell is coming up, but I don't know if it's SmackDown or Raw. And, like I've said before, there's just too many damn pay-per-views to remember. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the card. That's SummerSlam. That yeah. is... And I'm, I'm pumped for it. SummerSlam, that is NXT, it's that is It's going to be a long weekend, weekend, long night. Oh, my God. But it'll be fun. At least the card is stacked. Because I... Last year's SummerSlam was kind of a snooze fest. And some of these pay-per-views lately, there's been so many of them that they just... They they yeah. they need to make this one count, and I think they're, they're making it count. They they stack this schedule, which I'm excited for. Well, I mean, they, they've made it count so far. Now yeah. we just have to make sure that you know, there's not, you know, I, I I could easily see something going awry where you know, like this fatal four way is like a five minute match because something bogus happens and then just pisses oh, everybody God, off, you know. That's I what I'm saying. As I, I don't think it's you can't have that many stars in one match and just yeah. it like that. No, I know. And they're, it's not like they're under time constraints now, anyways. Which Let's is go good. as long as they want on the network. That's good and good. bad because it's going to make for a crappy work day on Monday for me. But well, that's true. That's the price you pay. Take a five-hour energy, you'll be fine. No upgrade. Kidding me? <laughs> upgrade. Screw that five-hour energy. Get that crap out of here. All right, guys, we are going to wrap it up here. Uh, like I said, I'm Tony Danicola. You're used to hearing me. Uh, PD boy over here, I think, did a pretty good job for his uh, popping his podcast cherry. Um, thanks, get, thanks for having me. Hey, but anytime, it. man, we'll do more of these, especially for the big shows, Survivor Series, Rumble, WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd be happy to be your uh, 
uh, wrestling uh, co-host yeah, for podcast. Yeah. Uh, this was fun. Trust I need one of those. I need um, someone to bounce my wrestling ideas off. Or you know, of. even if uh, hey, even if you want a special guest Bills fan, you know, during football season. No, oh, yeah, because misery loves company. We'll, we'll get your take on <laughs> on that. By the way, I got you on here real quick. Anyways, let's let's talk about it real quick. Okay, we're just uh, for, you... for those playing the home game. We're gonna add another fifteen minutes here. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll just get your quick thoughts on it. What do you think about the trades? What do you think about the Bills trading away Ronald Darby and Sammy Watkins from um, a Bills perspective? Because Bill and I talked about it on the regular podcast yesterday. You know, him being a Giants fan, me being a Cowboys fan. Let's get it from a card carrying member of Bills Mafia. Okay, uh, card carrying member uh, since nineteen ninety one. Actually, oh boy, uh, oh, you actually remember when they had some some semblance of I I do success I do uh, I would watch them between my naps, um, but yes I, I I do recall sitting on my grandmother's lap watching uh, Scott Norwood shank it wide right, um, but anyway, <laughs> as a uh, as a as a card carrying uh, Bills fan as you so elegantly put me, which actually I really appreciate. I'm going to use that. Yeah, um, I thought that those trades were completely in line with the shit-tastic moves that the Bills have made in the last 17 years. Really? Not a fan? Um, I'm, I'm not a fan because as a Bills fan, uh, I'm so sick, I'm sure, as everyone else is, of hearing, oh, it's a building year. It's a building year. They, they they built the Sears Tower in less time that the Bills have been building a team. I mean, they I'm pretty sure we're on par with the Chinese for the Great Wall oh. for our building, uh, you know, time frame. We've just it, it's just I'm so sick of hearing oh it's a building year it's a transition year I don't even know what the hell a transition year what does that mean you're you're transitioning from one year to the next isn't that what everyone does transitioning from one mediocre head coach to the next I, I, I want to say I, the I Bills guess. haven't I mean, had a coach stay on for four consecutive years since uh, since Marv since leaving Marv yeah we haven't yeah yeah I mean I you know what though at least they they've had rebuilding years in the past they've had transitional years like you said. But I feel like this, this GM, this coach, the organization now finally has a game plan. They know what they're doing with it. They're just, stockpiling picks. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why you fire the GM the day after the draft. Oh, I, I know why they did that because you spend an entire year with your scouting department and, and, and the GM scouting, you know, your college players for the draft. So you build all that time watching these potential players yeah. in college, and you can't fire him right before the draft because, you know, he might take his 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 guys with him, or they might end up getting fired along with him. So I, I get why they did that. All right, that's that's fair. I just you know it, it, it's just and it, the Bills, it's so... man, they had a good draft. Getting that first round pick from Kansas City was well, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Look, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm I'm not excited for next year because you know. Oh, I wouldn't you... be excited for next year. I wouldn't go that far. You guys are gonna have a rough time of it. No, no, no. I, I don't mean this year. I mean, oh, 2018. I mean, 2018. Okay, yes, I got gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. This year, I'm already chalking up to a wash. I'm like a Mets. Yeah. I'm like a Mets fan at this point. Yeah. I mean, um, you guys play the two hardest divisions of football, arguably the AFC West and the NFC South. Plus, yeah. you have two games against the Patriots in December when they play their best football. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm the, honestly, I think the Bills would just be best off to lose out this season. Take a take a three and thirteen season or a two and fourteen. Yep. Bite the bullet, man. Bite the bullet for the future. And, and have one bad those... year for three to four great years. I mean, I mean, why not? You know, we, we've come this far. 
you know, what's one more year, I guess, you know. <laughs> hey, man, uh, your playoff drought will be able to vote this year. Thank you. Three more years, it'll be able to drink. Which, thank- if, if there's anything Bills fans know about, it's drinking. As he cracks open his third beer of the night, folks. Ah, there it is. But, I, I see, I love the trades, man, because Watkins, he's going to be a free agent after the year. You guys were not going to re-sign him. And you got back a player who's just as good as him because the guy stays healthy and has just as good of – dude, he put so, up the wait, same I'm, exact numbers as Watkins. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Jordan Matthews staying healthy? The yeah. guy, The guy that fractured a bone – in practice and is now out. How long is he out for? I didn't. I no didn't idea. That. But nah, he still got three weeks. He'll be fine. Career-wise, though, he's only <laughs> missed I think like three games. Whereas Sammy Watkins is never on the. But it's the field. Bills' plague, man. It's the Bills. Well, yeah. It's the Bills' bad yeah, luck. Yeah, but you know like, what? He's you know, only here for one year, anyways. Like you it was mainly here, exactly. The round you pick. come here to die. Like good players come to Buffalo to but die. You. you <laughs> it happened to T.O. I mean, we just sign we we sign people that like you know, hey, yeah, they're great everywhere else, but let's bring them here and they die. Yeah, happened to Wade Phillips' coaching career. Happened to Wade. Ph- I mean, just you know, Buffalo is the frozen wasteland that you know it's it, we're the like okay when you fuck. I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep swearing. When you fuck up in Russia, they send you to Siberia. When you fuck up in the NFL, they send you to Buffalo. Like that's that's a great analogy. By I mean, the way. That, that's what it is. I can they make send you fun. the gulag exactly in Erie County. Exactly. I mean, you're just it's like oh man. What, I, what's a great town? Because I lived in Buffalo for two years. But what's the town that Buffalo citizens shit on more than another? Is it like North Tonawanda? Is it Lackawanna? I hope it's not North Tonawanda because that's where I'm from. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I hope we're not the ones getting well, I, shit on. I, yeah, I had a I, I had a drive to Buffalo a couple weekends ago for a work meeting um, in Cleveland, and our main shop for my new job is in North Tonawanda. Just, and it, I'm driving it, through. I'm like, God, what a dump. Well, the the thing is, is that Buffalo is uh, is it's not my, Orchard Park. Orchard opinion, Park is nice. Well, yeah, you know, there are nice there are nice parts of Buffalo, um, all over, but. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's, you, you know, you know what we shit on in Buffalo is, is Canada and we have no reason to. Oh, how's she going? Eh? Uh, you know, it, let me get some Timmy's, so, eh? Double, double. so many. I mean, when I moved out to Syracuse, you know, people were like, Hey, you know, how do you like Syracuse better than Buffalo? I'm like, I, uh, there's no Canadian drivers. So it's, yeah. it's already good. Um, They're kind of comparable in a lot of ways. I mean, Syracuse is a little smaller, and you trade hockey for Syracuse basketball. Basketball, exactly. Yeah. You know, which people in uh, Buffalo never understood that. Like, no one out there is into basketball. No, not a no, college no, no. basketball town where we live and die by SU hoops and and baseball too. Yeah, baseball and conversely, is... we like in Buffalo, you see a frozen hockey rink in every other backyard in the wintertime. Yeah, you can't you can't find one here. No, I, I might have the first one actually. I'm thinking about doing that. Oh um, my god, I'm so down to help. We should just, for those listening, we live two doors down from each other. We have one older neighbor who's probably ready to croak, let's be honest, in the next couple of years. Yeah, he's between like us. 91. Yeah, 92. we should just combine so, by his house and make like a mega backyard. That just let our dogs run actually around Actually, would not be a bad idea. Yeah. Or can we at least that buy his backyard and sell some in the house? Dude, we could even turn it into like a football field. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's 100 yards. Yeah. Like we could have a legit, you know, rip out a couple of trees. We could do it. Yeah, we could do it. I'm, I mean, I'm, we could recreate Super Bowls twenty seven and twenty eight. Bills we're, Cowboys. We're here for the long run. I don't know about you, but uh, oh yeah, I'm we not going to intend anywhere. on moving. I mean, we love it here, but uh, yeah, 
No, it, it, so anyway, great um, neighborhood, very, uh, very Caucasian. Yes, <laughs> yes, very Caucasian. Yeah, Jesus, included with you know pickup trucks with the Confederate flag flying. Yeah, that. that cracked me up. That guy. We're not. Like, we're not going to get into that. You mentioned on Facebook. No, no politics. I was walking the dogs and I saw the guy the other day, and it's like, and they're always pieces of shit trucks. You ever notice that too? Yeah. Like it's not like he's driving like a nice you know F one fifty or something. It's like you know some rusted out. Well, you know, I think it's funny too because normally, like, you see people with with pickup trucks with a Confederate flag on the back, and they do it because they're they're good old boys, they're country. We live in freaking live Camillus. In, in Camillus. For those of you that aren't from the Syracuse area, Camillus is just it's suburbia. It's middle class, upper middle class. Like we're you know we're not in the country. No. We ain't we ain't chewing on skull. I mean it's drinking, not it's not drinking you know, Keystone ice here. Yeah, the the beer I cracked open was a good old you know blue light. Yeah, this is a Wegman's uh, craft beer area. Yes, yes, like, absolutely. I mean it's on. just you know it, it's it's I don't know it's it's dumb you know yeah. people people doing that that kind of shit. But getting back getting back to the trades real quick, and I just yep. can I just mention too that uh, you know it. Not only is it, you know, the Buffalo luck where, you know, hey, we get we get a receiver in the trade to replace Watkins and then he gets injured. <laughs> you know, that's that's to be expected. Yeah. Uh, to top it all off, the icing on the cake is, uh, you know, was it Tyrod's third pass of the game? It's oh, the pick by, he it's, threw it's, to Darby. It's intercepted by Darby. <laughs> like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, of course, of course it's intercepted by Darby. I'm pretty you sure You know what's crazy? The stat I saw this morning that, um... Uh, only eight players in that game yesterday had more tackles than Tyrod Taylor, your quarterback. Your starting quarterback had two tackles in that game yesterday after the interceptions he threw. <laughs> he, I think he only had three or four more completions you know than the he guy, had tackles. I got to tell you, the guy is fighting for a starting position. He's going to do anything he possibly can See, to get I don't it. think he's fighting for it. I think the fans want him to be fighting for it. Um, your head coach came out today and basically set Tyrod Taylor as our starting quarterback for week one. I did see that, but I'll tell you, if that Nathan Peterson keeps up the good work. Peterman. That, Peterman. Yeah. Whatever. It's okay. The kid from Pitt. He looks good. Yeah. Peterson. Uh, Peterman? Peterman. Peterman. Yeah. Like, Seinfeld Peterman? Like. Yeah. Okay, I'm or getting Peter Griffin. Jersey. No, I'm thinking like Peterman, Almost. like Jay Peterman. Oh, my name's Peter. <laughs> Um, uh, the stat I didn't like though is he's not good under pressure, which you know, and he, you know, yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, and he can, can develop. He can, he can learn. That. If on the mean, Bills though, it's basically a transition year with Tyrod. Man, I would, th- I would throw the rookie in there. Absolutely, have to lose. Absolutely. It because killed me when in Week 17 last year they started EJ Manuel over uh, Cardell Jones. Because yeah. they sat Tyrod because he had the accelerator's contract if he got injured. Yeah, yeah. So why yeah. do you start EJ Manuel, a guy that could be walking out the door when you have Cardell Jones there? Give him what? a shot, see what he has. Do we still have EJ? Oh no, EJ. I don't know where EJ went, but he left town, and then they traded okay. Cardell anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm your so Buffalo Bills, folks. So glad to get rid of EJ. Hey. hey, hey. Uh. <laughs> All right. That's about all the emphasis I have. We're almost. That. We're about to hit the two-hour mark. We are going to get out of here, folks. Uh, oh. Again, I am Tony DeNicola. That is my neighbor, Petey. <laughs> Petey Pablo. <laughs> Petey oh, S. my God. Petey S. <laughs> Petey Stitz. Petey Stitz. Uh, you want to throw your Twitter handle out there so people can uh, interact with you, get you some more followers and the, like, 143 you have or whatever it is? Uh, Let's less than game. that. <laughs> Let's get you out to my 4.5 thousand. Wow. 
Yeah, uh, it'll be at PD Stitz. Um, Spell it out for the folks. Uh, P-E-T-E-Y-S-T-I-T-Z. Um, and, and I'll talk wrestling, I'll talk football, I'll talk movies, I'll talk anything you want to yeah, talk about. Yeah, guys, give him a follow. Help, help a brother out here. Um, as always, you can follow me at TonyQs44. Follow the show as well at Under the Hoodies. And do us a favor, man. Tell somebody about it. Tell them how to download. You can find us on iTunes. We are under the Back Sports Page channel. I mean, if you're listening to this, you've somehow already found us. But, you know, tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell your pastor, tell anybody that will listen. And this is it. Uh, you know, we'll be back next week with a, uh, another regular Under the Hoodies show, talking football. And, uh, you know, hopefully Pete and I will be back talking wrestling at some point. So, those of you listening, have a goodie.